That's right. Robin Akiva need a podcast episode number 248 here as we are back to get asked anything uh, with the guy who puts the A in AMA. It's Uncle Kiva, Akiva Winokur. Which A do I put in the ask or the anything? I don't know. A- AMA is like uh, Akiva starts and ends with an A. Odd Beautiful. numbered letters. Okay. I never thought about it like that. Ask us anything, though, today. A-U-A. And here with another uh, starts with A, ends wow. with A. What synergy. It's our great friend, uh, Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz. Yes. You can't spell Amanda without AMA. Um, I'm very excited to be here. I was very honored to be enlisted as the Dr. Amanda type who would be a good fit mm-hmm. for asking you some interview questions putting you in the hot now, seat is this the first time that uh there has been the term coined of a dr amanda type <laughs> i think i think it's the first, the first time, time i've been that aware the of archetype it. has been coined <laughs> i know we've talked about a kirsten mckinnis type uh yes, many famously. many times in the past do so we have a we have a, a, a mike bloom oh. type is famously but i, I don't there's mm-hmm. nobody else that's like mike bloom like, like or that is Thank uh, goodness. like mike yeah. bloom is a like a mike bloom type but might be the mm-hmm. one and only Mm-hmm. Doctor, and you're saying, Doctor Amanda, she's a dime a dozen. There's many of her out there. Um, no, you did. You said that. Uh, you were the one that said a Doctor Amanda type. Mm-hmm. Means any five foot five brunette lady is uh that's that's the comparison that I get. Anytime there's a woman on Survivor who has brown hair mm-hmm. and is medium sized, uh, both Ali Lasher and I get told that we look exactly like that person. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well, I guess that that's a great question for the next census. Like, uh, mm-hmm. would you say is are you are you somebody else's archetype, or are yeah. you? Uh, I don't know how to ask the question. I feel like there's. Are there any Akiva types? I don't think so. Akiva, that I think is they're a one great, of a kind. That's a great question. Let's hope not. I would be. I don't, I wouldn't want to meet that person. Yeah. So I would. I would love to. I feel like there's a Rob Sisternino type. I feel like You're I'm more in the dime a dozen. I don't know if a dime a dozen, but maybe a quarter mm-hmm. dozen or something. Yeah. Yeah. This quarter interestingly dollar. relates to one of the questions that the listeners uh, want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, but, Amanda, uh, let me just set up mm, what uh, sure. when we left the last podcast, we talked about how that Akiva was going to go see Mean Girls the musical, and I was going ah, to watch yes. 2004's Mean Girls, and we we're going to talk about it Not here musical. on the podcast. What happened? happened? You tell me. Uh, Yeah. So I went to buy tickets for the uh, for the film and it wasn't out yet. It's not out here. So we had to do this one instead. Yeah. Um, I suggested that we pivoted to that Mm -hmm. Akiva go see the musical The Color Purple. Mm -hmm. And I watched the original film The Color Purple. But uh, I was alerted that was that was not a great idea. No. Yes. So okay. we said, let's go back to uh, we didn't we didn't really do that. Um, we, we said, let's just well, we've got a great idea from the wheel. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole like, why are we why are we reinventing the wheel when we literally have a wheel? Right. Yes. Now, is the Mean Girls idea because this was at least going to be timely. The movie just came out. Is that dead now? You think? I think so. I think it's dead. Yeah. Yeah. I you might have dodged the bullet. Like, I hear it's not that great. All I hear about is that Lindsay Lohan is mad. They made a fire crotch joke. Lindsay Lohan Mm. is pissed. 
I heard that. Whatever. Ted, you know what? Grow up, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Take it easy. Okay. Um, I did watch Freaky Friday recently with my kids. Okay. Yeah. How'd that go? Well, we watched uh, this other movie called The Family Switch. So right. uh, we've been watching, I guess, these like parent kids switch uh, movies. It was fine. The Are there a lot more parent switch movies to come? Um, I don't know. I don't know if we'll watch uh, too many others. Um, maybe, maybe big. Although Nicole said we cannot, you cannot watch big with them. Is it inappropriate? She said it's very inappropriate. Said, I, don't, I don't think so. I definitely watched Big as as a child. I think I revisited it in the past five years or so. Yeah. There is something very creepy yeah, about yes, the, I the think, sexual yes, relationship. There, there is, but I think it would go over my kid's head. Would, I, I believe yeah. the adult is it Sean Young? Is that is that uh, no? Is that the I don't think it is. It's um, what's her name? Is it what's? Uh, I'll look this up. Okay. Um, Anyway, so uh, that the adult woman in Big, I believe, has Elizabeth a, Perkins. Elizabeth Perkins. She has a, a physical relationship mm-hmm. with Tom Hanks towards the end of the film, which that, yes, it is an adult Tom Hanks, but inside of him is a 13 year old spirit. But I, I yeah. don't think, like, first of all, you, I don't think you see anything. And I think it would go over uh, the kids' heads. I think there's a bra yeah. scene, but it, I think it largely goes over. It's mostly just him acting like a goofball. Bras go over their heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I, I've never seen Big, but I remember like my father and grandfather had like one of the people they work with was in the movie, like has speaking role. Yeah, I remember hearing about. Wow, that, never like was it Tom Hanks. <laughs> His name was Tommy, Tommy H, but I don't know. Like they were accountants, they couldn't really say their clients' names. Yeah, know? so I don't know. Yeah, uh, stop stop canceling big, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I guess we turn the floor over to Amanda. Wow. Dr. Amanda. So um, much power. Yes. Although we, you know, we didn't really talk about uh, last week's episode, uh, which I was was a fun one, right, Uncle Kiwi? Mm-hmm. Very fun one. <laughs> Do you remember what it was? Let's see. What was it? Uh, <laughs> life hacks. Oh yeah. Life hacks, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Did you learn anything from the life hacks? I learned that Akiva has a pretty loose understanding (laughs) of what a life hack is. I hate when I, you know, I don't like when after the episode, you know, like the episode comes out and it's like, well, I like the episode, but like Akiva totally misunderstood (laughs) the point. Like if it's a listener submitted episode and then the listeners are dunking on me, like, do you think? Yeah, but you said that that I I went through and these are the best 25 life hacks. Hold on. What if I told you? What 30 for 30 voice? What if I told you? Yeah. That the other ones were even worse. <laughs> less interesting. You wow. know what I mean? Like, like oh, I, I could only I trust me, I read the most interesting ones. Like mm-hmm. maybe there were maybe there in this case there were a few more practical ones that perhaps you would have liked that weren't as funny. Like because mm-hmm. you were actually interested in the hacking part of life acts. Um, but I don't think so. Like I you know what I read the ones that I thought would be interesting. Yeah. I, okay. you know, I, and it and it was great podcast fodder, and that is all that really matters. Yeah. That's the important thing. Okay. All right. Well, then, okay. That those were our life hacks, and mm-hmm. so 
Amanda, well, turn the floor over to you here because you have because let's just set up uh, what, sure. what what happened here. OK, so Akiva, that you asked the listeners for questions for us and Amanda has the list and she is free to like she's not going to like take it easy or pull any punches. Mm-hmm. Right. No. I don't think so. This is yeah, a hard-hitting I, interview, and we're not going to edit out any answers that make us wow. look bad. So she's more, uh, um, less Barbara Walters, or like late-stage Barbara Walters, I should say, mm-hmm. and more... Uh-oh. Yeah, you more know, her. I was recently interviewed at my home. That's right. Wow. Yes, and I'm still waiting to to see this uh, this this story that was done about me. So you think you... it was like a fake fan who who uh, who? It might have been. Him? Let me see. I'm trying to see if it's on. So this a... was a this was a a local news outlet that wanted to feature. Yeah, local a news big outlet celebrity. that was no, no, not a big celebrity, just somebody that moved to the area. That was that was mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. And I I somebody a patron uh, emailed me and said, hey. I was watching, and I guess people watch this local news because it was gonna. It was very cold weather, so I said, I told Nicole, I said, Nicole, this was great timing because it was like a kind of like a very cold weather. People were watching the weather to see if it was gonna snow. Oh, um, and she was like, "Well, was is that good or bad?" I was like, "I was like, it's good." She's like, "Well, not if we don't want people to see it." I was like, "Why well, didn't I, I like? I don't. I, again, I don't think it was a hit piece, uh, but." I emailed the reporter. I said, hey, uh, I, I heard from a woman that she saw it. Can you send it? And he said that he's very he's busy right now because President Biden is coming to Raleigh. Wow. They're too busy to get me the article. You guys can have him. He's always in Philadelphia lately. So we better. Mm-hmm. Get to I don't know what he was doing over. here. Yeah. Um. Oh, so it already aired, but you haven't gotten a it chance already to see aired. It. And wow. I, I don't have this channel. Unfortunately, yeah. mm-hmm. but I don't have Spectrum News. Akiva, it's like a News Twelve Long Island. Ah, okay. But or News One New York City. Yeah, yes, yeah, so that, that, that's Pac-Tunin. very very similar. But yeah, I haven't seen it yet, and I don't have the well, channel. Let us, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, can I? Can I? T- before we get into the AMA with AM. A-N-P-A. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. the AMA. And, I yeah, I, you know, sometimes something happens and I'm like, I don't know what this is podcast worthy. And then it's like, is it a Rob story? Is it an alley story? Or yeah, is how it do a you decide? Uh huh. Yeah. Honestly, it's usually unless it's like very if it's like about sports, it'll probably be Chester whoever gets it like, first. Yeah. But usually it's whichever one I'm on first. So I <laughs> started telling this story um, with Allie because Allie does not like being scooped by Renette. You know, she mm-hmm. wants right. She wants she does not want the Renap leftovers. And um You should start one go, story and then like uh over three podcasts. That's not a bad yeah. idea. Maybe we should do that. Like combine it's like when they had the blackout on NBC and everyone participated, <laughs> yeah, but to go to Seinfeld. all the podcasts let's, to hear it. Right, let's story. try and someone try and punch up that pitch uh for the mailbag. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I started telling the story and Alex said the opposite. Alex said I had to tell this on on Robin Akivanita podcast. So okay. I'll, I'll tell you now. So I'm on the way home tonight and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stop and get something for dinner because my wife makes food. But Thursday nights, it's like you're in Shabbat mode. She's going to clean and cook for Shabbat. And like she doesn't want to deal with it. So a lot of moms order pizza, whatever. Like, I, So I just take care of myself Thursday night. I, I get my own food. So I stop 
at um, a restaurant and I'm like, you know what? This place is empty. I'm going to get fast service. And I've been playing a lot of chess. Let me sit down. I'll play a game of chess on my phone and I'll just eat here quickly. And as I'm sitting down, I hear the manager talk to the waitress about like the show Survivor and how Australian Survivor is better. And I'm like, okay, fine. But like, I didn't want to like physically walk over half across the restaurant, even though it was basically empty and like jump into this conversation. But I'm like, all right, if I, if this guy comes over, I'll, I'll like say, Hey, cause if someone says, Hey, I like the show survivor. It's like, okay, fine. That's a popular show. But then they start talking about like Australian survivors better. And that's mm-hmm. like an internet survivor fan. You know what yeah. I mean? So yep. You have to go over to them and say, I haven't watched the show in four years. No. So, <laughs> so, um, so anyway, I eat my meal and I was like, you know what? When I walked in, this gentleman like said, Hey, he's like, how are you? And then I said, good. How are you? Which is a slightly weird interaction for like, you know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. he, so maybe he knows who I am. You know, yeah. he's an American here. I'm like, but I didn't recognize him. I am face blind, but he had a pretty distinct look. Like I didn't think um, I knew who he was. So uh, now thinking that I'm like, oh, maybe he knows me. So now if I go over to him and I'm like, do you like Survivor? My like, I was thinking like my follow up question would be like, do you know RGP? Because I was like, want to confirm in my head if this person is talking about Australian Survivor, he is probably a, like an internet, you know, Survivor fan. But then it's like, is he going to, th- does he know me? And he's like mm-hmm. thinking that I'm starting conversation about RHP to like see if he knows who I am or like he already okay. knows who I am and it would be weird. So like, what's the play? I don't know what, I don't know what to do, you know? Because so that's what you yeah. wanted to know if he knew who you were. No, definitely. It's not. It's, it's not. So here's what I went with. So I go over to him and I, I I pay the bill and I say, hey, by the way, I heard you talking about Survivor. I'm also a really big Survivor fan, which I mean, not really. Like, I mean, I saw the last season. I did see the last. Season. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. That. yeah. I mean, I think technically if you've seen like 40 out of 45. Yeah, seasons, I agree. You're a pretty and big some Survivor of them, fan. like I've done, yeah. you know, I've done probably 10 podcasts about Survivor at least and seen some of the seasons a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I probably used to like the Jets more than I like them now, too, in the sense that they used to be good, you mm-hmm. know, or the Mets. Oh, yeah. Or the Mets when they're good, then they're bad, right? Uh-huh. No, I but I watched it this year. It was good. Anyway, uh, so then he said, oh, yeah, yeah, like uh, we were talking Survivor. I'm a really big fan. So I'm like, oh, do you listen to RGP? Immediate yes. Immediately says yes. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I said, I am. So it's like, I'm not going to say like I'm a Kiva. That would be an insane thing to say. So I say, oh, cool. I'm friends with Rob. Uh-huh. Okay. I said, I'm friends with Rob. And no, what react- no, no reaction. <laughs> I think maybe it was like sort of, okay, cool. But that was like sort of the end of that part of the conversation. Is, is, yeah. is, was he like, I'm, I'm more of a Terran guy? I know. So then he says his first name. And uh-huh. I say, oh. Like, then I have to introduce myself, you know. So I say, Akiva Wieneker. Obviously draws a complete blank. Unless right. he's telling that to me but I, I assume that is for sure not the case fine so okay nice conversation it's cool see a, a, an rgb fan in the wild the uh, you know six thousand miles away from you like all right fine you got a you got a big spread yeah. out there Rob. you got a lot of people and then he's like um actually the reason we were talking about is because there's a guy from survivors like right outside who's eating at the table yeah who um why I but so then but now here's the problem the guy I don't I I, I have to say offline because the per, I don't know I don't want to dox the person 
Oh, okay. okay. So there was an actual U.S. At least one. At yeah. least one. Oh. At the when you said, uh, do you listen to RJP? He might have just been like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, maybe he No, doesn't. Rob, Rob, because he then he started talking about the person. He's like, I was just watching their season. Um, I was just watching their season like two days ago, and it was not a recent season. So he's like randomly watching old seasons. He is for sure an RJP fan. Okay. Wow, Rob has a planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Okay, it is true. He didn't say, "Hey, pizza's on me." <laughs> no, it wasn't pizza. <laughs> uh, what, what was it? It was like a burger place. A burger. Mm. Okay, that would have been. Oh yeah, imagine. I didn't even you think about free that. lunch. No, I should have been like free dinner. Free dinner. Yeah. Damn. Did you say I, hi to the survivor? The un the unnamed survivor players. Good question. So now I had to Google the person. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, it was not like uh, Sandra. You know what I mean? It was like I had to Google the person. Mm. Okay. Um, and then. Uh, but it was, was a it was time. a U.S. Survivor player. U.S. Survivor player. Yeah, oh. we might have cared if it was. Those, yeah. Okay. You know, I should have said. Did they make? Honestly, did they make the merge? I gotta check. But I honestly, um, I if I really wanted to impress him, I should have said I'm friends with Shannon Gus. Yeah. And then gonna, that would have yeah. been like testing because he's like an Maybe. Australian Survivor fan. He's mm-hmm. for sure listening. Was he arguing no, I don't know. with that might said be person about might what? Be like, not really friends, friendly. Yeah. Um, if, but was the argument with the survivor over like if U.S. survivor or Australian survivor is better? No, I think he was just telling the waitress. Like yeah. she, I think it said she'd seen Survivor, and he's like, "Well, Australian Survivor is better. It's what the U.S. Survivor used to be." Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All well, right. that's very exciting, Akiva. Hmm. It would be more exciting if they recognized you and asked for your autograph. No, not an yeah. It would not have been exciting. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think people but, get a lot of autographs anymore. Yeah, that's true. Well, they get I, selfies, on a, maybe on a baseball. That's yeah, it. I ta- the person did not make the merge. I I talked to um I took my kids to a like a basketball game that had like my old college play in it recently, mm-hmm. and um they were asking the players and again these are like D three college basketball players my kids went for autographs other people were asking for autographs but they didn't have like a pen and paper because like who's mm-hmm. bringing pen and paper like to a d3 college versus like a random team game so my boys had the players sign their hand oh so noam had like 10 players signatures all up wow. and down his hand he and i was like were you never showering again and he did not shower that night like he did go to school the next day like that but Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, I think eventually point, you got a shower. It, it did, yeah. Eventually, the, the, their mom probably made mm-hmm. made them go in the shower, and yeah. it, it, it's gone. But um, yeah, the autographs, I guess, are less common. Autographs me. are are yeah, not, not that great. And what really annoyed me was we went to Disney last year, and then mm-hmm. like my wife was like pushing my kids to like, uh, oh, get Mickey's autograph, get Donald. Yeah. Like, what are we, what are we doing? And I'm like, oh, yeah. hold up, Rob, you hold all the autographs now. For what? <laughs> yeah. Now, now yeah. you get now you get the selfie with the famous person. You don't do the autograph. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have. I have, don't want to impress anybody, but I have Donald Duck, Goofy, and Mickey Mouse's autograph yeah. at my house. How wow. much is that worth? Like, it is true. I did that once when my girls were younger, and I remember we were like, I was so impressed. We got like so many of them, and like, then what? <laughs> like, what? Are the, where is that book now? You know, is it in their room? Would they ever like look at it and be like, wow, that's so cool? I have. Pluto's autograph. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm starting to think you guys are stalling because you don't want to get to the no. interview questions. 
This you is ready not to- the uh, what, what? What was that mechanism on the wheel where we didn't? We don't actually do the thing that we said. Oh, we were do. oh yeah, I like that idea. That yeah. you, where you prank, where you prank the guests. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Somebody let us remind us what that's called. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I, I'll share what my process was for going through the listener questions. I know people like to get a little bit of background on, uh, you know, what what goes on behind the scenes. So mm-hmm. we had. 35 separate submissions and most people submitted um, two to three questions. So we ended up with a lot of questions and I went through everything that the listeners wanted to know about. I organized them into different categories and I thought we could just start going from topic to topic and I could sprinkle in any additional questions that I have. And then I also looked up um, some interview questions to ask. Um, and I looked up interview questions to ask your hero questions to ask people at the top of their game. Mm-hmm. So I have some other questions here that I might okay. sprinkle in to really find mm. out, you know, the secret to the Rob and Akiva success. Wow. Great. Um, so I thought we could just kind of warm up with, some of, you know, I think the, uh, you know, just with some light fare, starting with the questions that were specifically about Renap. And I think we got the most questions um, in terms of like topics that people wanted to know specific things about Renap. Um, there were a number of questions that we got that were really about pi- podcasting highs and lows, like any ideas that you regretted doing that you look back and you wish you had approached a different way. We got about four or five versions of this question. Mm. Is that just Renap or in general? These were all about Renap specifically. Okay. But I think that I mean, if you have, if you want to, if you want to throw your other co-hosts under the bus, Keeve, you can also do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, because there's definitely some the 32 list. fans episodes we did early that I would like cringe that that like now that I would you know seeing them like what. Um. I had the Hamilton song song rankings. It was like not when Hamilton wasn't cool anymore. We shouldn't have done it. It was a few. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd have not to go flags. back and look. Never like, flags. Uh, no, flags I definitely don't regret. I feel like that's a classic 32 fan. It thing. is. Oh, like greatest living American, worst. First of all, the worst living American I think is too mean spirited. Like I'm, um, I, I, I don't like that. I, I, I think it's like the internet was different then. It was like funny to be negative because like people weren't as negative. Now I think it's like so negative. I think to mm-hmm. pivot and and try and be more positive. Uh, so there's probably some early episodes that I'm that I wouldn't be proud of of thirty two fans. Not most of them, but there's probably a few that are that that are in hindsight a little a little cringy. What do you think, Rob? Is there an episode or two that that uh that I mean I, I don't I'm I'm. I'm sure there's Renap episodes like, well, that wasn't a good yeah. idea. You know what? But that's so, different. I feel like that I don't have one that's specific, but this is, uh, you know, one of my toxic traits, Amanda, is that I, and, and I wish I could change this about myself. I, I almost like cannot get myself to like I, I, be. I don't want to say interested, but like I need like I, I wish I could be like more like present in the process mm. of like pre-production. But then at the last minute, like right before it's going to happen, then I become incredibly invested and <laughs> I am like, wait, what are we doing? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would we do it that mm-hmm. way? 
And like, it is not, it is something that I need to work on about myself where like the, the plan could be, uh, could be crafted and I'm like, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. It sounds good. All right. All right. See you then. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bye. Um, and then like right before the plan is to be enacted, that is when now I suddenly am highly invested in what the plan is. And now I can see all the things that I should have brought up way in the past mm -hmm. where when they could have actually been fixed. Not to say that, that like the and I feel like that a lot of times I feel like I have good notes, but they just they come to me too late when there is no time to change the thing. And like I, I just but I but I feel like I that I have like this uh chronic procrastination that I can't start writing the book report until the night before it's due. Mm -hmm. So Akiva, is that something that you've noticed in your collaborations with Rob? Yeah, I think Rob is very busy. And a lot of times uh, I or whoever is running the episode will handle the ideas. And then sometimes Rob has very good notes. So sometimes they're like he'll have a, an idea and then I'll realize, oh, yeah, the episode doesn't work. Or like we have to fix mm -hmm. it because what he's saying is true like it won't make sense to the listeners or it's too short or it's too, too stupid um but we can't always have sometimes there are definitely times we'll have pre-production meetings and they're almost always very productive we'll like come up with ideas and uh but uh that's also not renap i think some of the the the, the it's not only uh, with renap this happens no, in of other, course in not, other of course. rhap but productions some of the, of course. but some of the joy of of is like is just winging it and sometimes it is stupid and that's okay like it's not yeah into the world to mm -hmm. do it done I was going to um, say, you know, because part of the charm of Renap is like, you know, some of this plays out in the podcast where, you know, you like Akiva's prepared yeah. something. He brings in and Rob says, why are we doing it like this? And yeah. and, and that ends, but that ends up being part, I think, of what is fun yeah. for the listeners. But this also plays out somewhat in my real life also, where my wife will like, you know, organize a party or something. And then I, I come in and I'm like, wait, what? Why would you tell? Why are why people are coming over here and we're and we're doing and we're doing this and uh, at this time like that doesn't make any and it is not well received uh, in mm -hmm. in other areas of my life and I don't know I just feel like okay it's not like future me's like okay whatever but like once it's like present me's problem like uh, okay now all of a sudden I have a fire under my ass to do things and so. I, I do feel like that it, it is a thing where I, you know, they, they have like these like four squares of, and I forget what this is called, but I, I need to, you know, be able to work on things when they are important and not urgent yeah. as opposed to focusing, like only getting motivated to work on things when they are on fire, when it is uh, important and urgent. Mm -hmm. Do you think that that's a function of how busy you are, Rob, or is that a, just a function of your? No, everybody's busy. Everybody's yeah. busy. It's just it's a uh, time management, uh, and you know, I like I'm always like, um, you know, pushing things down the road uh, that I need. So it's it's a, a definitely something that I need to improve on and better get better at it soon. Mm -hmm. So how did your approach? Younger. How does your approach to producing podcasts differ from Rob's, Akiva? Well, by the way, I just want to say also, it's funny. My wife will have the same complaint about me. I once started 
when our second kid was born, I sort of had the same realization of something that that like we had done that I had sort of ignored um, for months that I could have brought up. And I brought it up like basically the second after she, my wife gave birth. And my, my wife was like still mad at it, you know, 15 years later or whatever. Uh -huh. that it was like, because even though I was right, probably, but she was like, you're insane for starting a fight when the baby's like 20 minutes old. Mm -hmm. um, so I do this. Yeah. And, and I do this all the time where we'll, we'll be like on the way somewhere. It's like, why do we say yes to this? This, you know, this makes no sense. Like, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. um, I do do that all the time. And the one thing also to answer, like the last question, I do think I've gotten pretty good at sifting out the things that i know rob would hate for the most part so i do think like um that is sort of the solution is like not doing things that are either bad or like sometimes things aren't bad but like rob with the things that don't interest rob don't interest him the same way me i like i have no interest in I, I i don't know ballet so i would never do anything about the ballet um my daughter is uh is majoring in ballet well in, in wow school. you better get a little bit interested in it then no nah, i'm not i'm still not i don't even think she's interested she's just like good at it. but is it um, easy a it's not easy she's got to go like a six day a week it's crazy mm -hmm. it's got to go dance on uh yeah on day off um business yeah uh, so uh, what's your second question, Amanda? Well, I was just wondering like how, so, I mean, you, you, you two come together to create mm -hmm. Renap. You obviously, you have different processes, you have different points of view. Like, what do you see as the, you know, the, the, your, your strengths and weaknesses that you bring to the Renap equation? That my strengths and weaknesses? Sure. I don't know. Well, um, let me, let me talk about some of, uh, Akiva's. Strengths. And maybe we'll maybe we'll get into the weaknesses, uh, uh -huh. but I feel like that uh, Akiva I, I think is just one of the best podcasters in terms of like, and we heard it here in this very podcast of uh, that Akiva almost always will have some kind of like anecdote that he could go into. He's a great storyteller and does mm -hmm. you know will often have stories from his life and he does it probably more naturally than uh, almost any other podcaster that I can think of where he's like, uh, oh, here's something that happened uh, today at work or at home. And so uh, it makes it feel like uh, that very natural and you feel like that you know Akiva like a friend in a lot of ways that maybe you don't feel that way with any of the other podcasters. Um, also, Akiva, and this is something that you could say is a strength or a weakness, is able to, you know, speak with such confidence about so many <laughs> different issues. And, and whether he's faking it or that is, you know, maybe deluded in some way he is able to like here is what will happen and he he doesn't hedge which is nice on a podcast it's good for podcasting you need an opinion and i feel like that i'll be a little bit more fancy fencerton about things and so i am in awe that akiva is able to like make such bold claims and hot takes and and he's you know the creator of the hot takeoff and so I think it's fitting that he is a person who's able to, you know, speak uh, confidently about a variety of subjects. Thank you. Yeah. And I listen, at the end of the day, this is an ideas podcast. I feel like I have a lot of ideas. They're not necessarily all good ideas, but mm -hmm. I have a lot of ideas. And I think so that sort of uh, helps. I think I'd be good at 
pitching the the mailbag if mm. I wasn't on. This <laughs> <show>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Akiva's uh, weaknesses uh, on the podcast. Get in there. I don't know. Uh, like stamina. Um, uh-huh. You know, sometimes <laughs> in these long podcasts, he's faded by the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we do record sometimes late. This is a this is a late start for me, but hopefully, I won't fade. Hopefully, Amanda will keep us. Yeah, so I'll try. I'll do my best. Um, people wanted to know if you had any dream podcast guests or co-hosts or people that you would love to get on Renap or podcast with separately who you want to work with. Do you have mm. a dream Renap guest, Akiva? Yeah. I would I would love to get Sean Clements on an episode. I know I've done an episode with I came on, he he did a Survivor podcast and I did get to podcast. Sean Clements is those one of my favorite podcasts, Hollywood Handbook, and he's also mm. become a Survivor fan. So Rob's had him on a couple times. And I did get the podcast with him, which was very cool. And, I, you know, we, I, we follow each other on Twitter. I think it would be reasonable to ask him and potentially get him on. I've just never asked him. But, um, uh, yeah, so maybe that's a goal for this year to get him on. Um, I think that's it. I, I do think, honestly, if we were going to, like, like, if this show was, like, our only job, you know what I mean? And we, like, really had all week to, like, think and plan about this show. I do think we could have, like, from the beginning. Yeah. And certainly during COVID, like, really tried to hit like home runs with guests because you'd be surprised. Like we see what like Av, our friend Av does on like curb. Like he gets like a lot of the people yeah, from his nose, yeah. like, just by asking. And I do think like, and like Ben Av Stiller, is amazing at that. Yeah. yeah ben Stiller yeah. follows Amanda on Twitter. It's true. Like because she podcasts about a show. Like it's not unreasonable that if she asked him that he would do her show. And, uh, you know, Kirsten did a podcast about Bojack Horseman. And then the guy, who did the show, listened to every episode unbeknownst to them, Kirsten yeah. and Lindsay, and like came on the show. So it's Akiva, like... Akiva, I don't know if you saw yeah. that. Chappelle and I just talked to the creator of yes. Suits. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think he messaged you guys when you said you were doing the Suits podcast. Like, I think you knew... Did he? Was he listening to the show, though? Did not listen to the Suits uh, recap podcast. But okay. when we first said that we were going to do it on yes. Twitter, he had, he had said that he would come on. Right. So I think maybe we could have aimed really high for guests and we still can um uh we still can do well, that do you have a dream person that it would be who was the person that we said when we had a pod we did a whole podcast so i don't know was it in the variety pack or we did uh yeah, yeah we we did uh there was an episode and our guest was was it kyle, kyle chandler, chandler one. i think kyle chandler a whoopee i think would be the real dream i think that would be like we'd have to end the, wow. the, the show if whoopee came on the podcast which again is very, very unlikely, but not like a hundred percent impossible, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, but so do you think though, like I would love to hear both of you talk about this because like sometimes you can get some of these people to be on the podcast, but that's not necessarily the vibe of the show that makes mm-hmm. for the best podcast. Like, yes, it's a famous person. Oh, famous probably be bad if we had these famous people on. Yeah. We'd be like tiptoeing around and like awkward. And they if we were being stupid, like uh, you know, like doing bits, they wouldn't care. So I think it w- it might be bad. Yeah, but. I think that what we need to do to make it fun, like we need to come up with a crazy idea of like find like a D list uh, celebrity, like uh, like if we did like you know uh, put on the wheel like carrot talks with carrot top of like that we had carrot top yeah. on to talk only about carrots, like uh, like what is like the person like could we get this random person and uh, to be on the podcast about this specific topic you know what i mean mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that's a little bit unpredictable what the vibe is going to be like with, I think it would have to be funny that the person was even on the podcast, like a carrot top talks, carrot tops or whatever, mm-hmm. like as opposed to, Oh, look at this amazing big name that we got. Mm-hmm. We do have a pitch this week. Um, that deals with getting good guests for the podcast. Yeah, or, so or like a, a like a very famous person to talk about their like their least favorite famous thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when yeah, you no, do I like don't... a crappy movie diaper, like have somebody come on who like get Jennifer Aniston. That could be our next. That could be our next project. Like my worst movie, mm-hmm. and it's like uh-huh. talking to famous people about like yeah, Aniston on Leprechaun is a great example because they like they don't they never get to talk about that stuff. They probably only talk about the things that they're famous for. They probably don't want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they probably don't. Yeah. <laughs> Um, people also wanted to know who's the most famous person you know of that's listened to Renap. Hmm. Uh, most famous person that's listened to Renap. Uh, well, there's London from The Amazing Race. Okay. She's been on Renap. Yeah. Um, I mean, who else? Eric Stein. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a yeah. good get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would have no idea. I feel like if someone cool, like someone famous was listening, they probably wouldn't like tell us. You know what I mean? Like, by the way, I listen to your show. That would that's unlikely that they would do that. Yeah. So it's probably somebody, and this isn't just this podcast, this is probably every podcast. Like it's probably someone that you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like maybe Harrison Ford listens to the yeah, podcast. Yeah, if you're really famous, <laughs> if Harrison you're really, if you're a famous podcast. person listening to uh, this podcast. Harry, if you're listening, first of all, like there's a there's an old like urban legend that my college president lived next to you and didn't know who you were, mm-hmm. um, and like his wife who is that? Who lived next? Harrison Ford? Ford. Harrison Ford and the and the president wow. the, the old president of my university. Mm-hmm. So like Harry, is that story true? Like uh, it just come on the podcast, Harry. Yeah. I found out that the bassist from Weezer was listening to the Severance podcast, oh. and he was a really big fan. That was hmm. very exciting. Of 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 Severance. No, of me, of my oh, podcast, yeah. yeah. Just of you, not of your co-host? I, yeah, I think it was really exclusively a me thing, mm-hmm. actually. Okay. <laughs> that was very exciting. I would um, have no idea. If you're famous, then mm-hmm. message us. We won't, we won't even let you, you know, we won't even dox you on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, people want to know if there's going to be a Renap live show. Like, what would it take for a Renap live show? We did what we happen? did Renap live show. I yeah, know. I think they, they want another one. I think. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They <laughs> want, uh, we, I'm coming uh, in for the Olympics this summer, and we can, we can do. Uh, we when can do are the Olympics? I'm coming in like uh, July 11th, like a couple weeks before them. Okay. So it's like I, I'm in from like the 11th to like mid August. Okay. I mean, I think that's something that's doable. Mm-hmm. But where uh, would we go? Are we going to do it in New York? Like, what's the idea? I don't, I don't know. know. Like, well, well, at least one person yeah. wants Are people Cleveland. interested? Are people interested? I think people, I I think people are interested. And I don't know. Maybe we could, like, build something else around it. Like, would you uh, would you want it to be only Renap? Or could we do we other... This, I don't, it, didn't, it didn't end up happening, but we talked about this a little before last summer. Like, no, I would like to do it around something else. Whereas, like, maybe there's a Big Brother show. So it's mm-hmm. like get a bunch of different people i don't know yeah but would you are you confined to the new york uh tri-state area if you're we'd doing to, work i'm stuff? not necessarily confined we'd have to we'd have to figure it out but in theory i could how I many could people fly. can you put in your hotel room <laughs> it's another sleepover podcast yeah we could do i think obviously if we did it we'd have to do another sleepover podcast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. goes without saying yeah okay <laughs> 
But I think it's. I'm, I think. It's, but I'm not doable. rooming with Chester. He Chester was mad last time that I made him made him room room with me. Why? So. He wants his own room because he's a grown up. What does he thought we're like too old to room together? <laughs> but it was like saving money. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have wanted a roommate. I was saving you money. I was trying to like. I didn't want to order. I like you know two hotel rooms or whatever. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, we'll share. Why did I did I pe- comp your hotel rooms? Yes, you caught my okay. hotel rooms. Yeah. I mean, I was the, you know, I was I was one of the titular hosts. Chester could have gotten yeah. his own hotel now, Chester, room. Chester, you didn't, money. right. There was no reason to, to come <laughs> Chester's room. I guess that's the truth. Yeah. Amanda, yeah. Was that I should have. So he was really freeloading in theory. He was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alex. I think oh, that's so. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. So Renap, Renap Live Show could be in We're the, open in to the it. office. Yeah. You know, speaking of the Renap Live Show, we really, we were talking about procrastinating. I actually, I think the live show was was actually one of the better shows we did. Mm-hmm. I think it actually went well. We like had no plan for the show. Like thirty minutes before the show, like we quite. Yeah. That's know, where but that's what I'm saying. That's where like yeah. I gotta get. We came up with the whole with the whole show. Like I was like frantically texting Mike Bloom and other and like shut up Tim like for the top ten list jokes and like uh, Scott St Pierre was like printing something out. Like we were. Just doing all these like things a half mm. hour before the show. Very, very frantic. That's not how I work in real life. I try and be organized and have things. Maybe that's why we're a good team. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I still, I, I still like to, I, I, I like to have, you know, I don't want to late the last minute. I get it in my like mm-hmm. nerves in my throat. You know, I get yeah. all like. Uh, well, that, and maybe that's terrible. why Rob is a podcast. So, like so much of it is like produced on the fly. I like the idea. Listen, we're not curing cancer. Maybe Amanda is. I don't know what, what mm. they're doing. I don't but know like, what I do. Yeah. But most of us, no, she's just trying to end the NFL. Like the, My mission in life, yes. Uh, I mean, after really this like year, enemy. you We really it, shouldn't yeah. even have her on. You know honestly. what? The, tr- the, the I, I don't want to speak, but the truth is I've actually published a number of things that suggest that football at the high school and college level is completely safe. So, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> I don't know about the NFL though, but anyway, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, that's part of the magic I think is you do things on the fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm saying like, this is, it's a silly, like the whole network it, it like we're, you know, it's, it's, it's a comedy, it's a comedy network ultimately. And it's like uh, talking about mostly reality television and other media and TV and movies and things like that. Mostly like we don't, how much, how planned does that have to be? I think like there are podcasts you'll listen to. Um, like, uh, when I used to listen to, let's say reply all, which no longer yeah. exists, right? Like even their banter was scripted. You know what I mean? Like there are po- like scripted the, fancier, banter. NP- the NPR level podcasts have scripted banter or, or retake things to me. It's like, I would rather be less interesting. Not that it's less interesting, but I would rather like do whatever than have freaking scripted banter on a podcast. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you I, I'll never forget this. Kiva. This is one of your classic takes is like you listen to like one of these Gimlet podcasts or one of these NPR affiliate podcasts mm-hmm. and there's like mm-hmm. 40 people producing like one podcast a week yes. that like yeah. only has like a you know 10 week run and then yeah, Rob and, has a podcast. Podcast. <laughs> and then and then RHAP is like basically you know three people producing you know hundreds of podcasts a week um it's I this is an Amanda question now that I this is something I've been wondering there was there, there was an interesting um on the media piece that came out recently about how podcasting is changing and how the podcasting market is changing and how all of these, um, you know, Gimlet and like highly produced podcasts are going under that that wasn't a viable 
business model. Like I would love to hear you two talk about how podcasting has been changing since you got in the game and how you approach podcasting and whether that's changed as time has gone by. That's interesting. I, I would love to uh, read that. Um, yeah, I'll send it to you. But I, I don't know. I feel like that this is probably closer in terms of like what we do to radio than I think that like something like that is almost like produced like television and is like highly edited and like spliced together. And I'm sure like that must be good for some things, but it's just not necessarily sustainable. And I do think that podcasting is one like a uh, sort of like uh, predicated on volume um, is like a, is generally like a, a volume business of like, I think to be a successful podcast, you have to have like uh, a sustainable plan to be able to keep making episodes and keep people coming back. And I think that a big part of podcasting is like, as far as I've always been concerned has been about like having like interactivity involved in the stuff that is like highly edited and like where you have a team of people and you're recording something and then we're going to drop a season of podcasting. Like there's just no room for any kind of interactivity in that. And that's something like this uh, specifically is a conversation of, you know, Akiva and I come on here every week and we talk and we uh, and we read things that the audience sent in and we go have a back and forth and it's a lot of questions about what did what did you all think about this is this a good idea should we do this what do you think uh and then we are able to then take that and that is sort of like built into the next episode and i think that that kind of back and forth i think is very crucial to podcasting and what makes it different than a lot of other mediums yeah akiva you all of your podcasts have group chats right uh, well, this is a Facebook group. There's not really yeah. a fa- uh, group. I mean, maybe there there is uh, the, through 32 fans, but I'm not in it. I let those people talk about us without me. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's there's NGOG. There's 32 mm-hmm. fans definitely has a million group chats. Um, yeah, I think building a community is like it, it is definitely something Rob, I don't know, pioneered, but maybe pioneered, but definitely was in early on. That would be hard, not impossible, but hard to do now. I think it's these types of things seem to be happening more on twitch and kick and those things mm. than on podcasts right now i think podcasts like it would be very hard to break into podcast now unless you're like conan o'brien type person like that's probably one of the bigger podcasts that's broken in the last like four or five years like it's mostly like people from the show like office ladies people from the show talking about their show i don't know how even like I, you know i'm listening to way less podcasts now but i'll look at like what were the 10 best podcasts of the year and like a lot of them are like, oh, this isn't even like something I would do. Whereas like, you know, a few years ago, I was like, oh, yeah, I listened to eight of these or I would at least check them out. Like, I don't know. There's some very heavily produced yeah. NPR stuff. All, but even all those these aren't best of the best podcasts of the year lists are all made up. I it's all like publicists and like, uh, you know, oh, and, and, and like, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm getting on a soapbox here of like award show voting and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But people, these voters didn't watch the show. Yeah, I would agree. Especially with TV, is like, that a hot take, watch. Amanda? None well, of these, I mean, none of these voters, are like, uh, like they all came up with the same thing. It's like where no, they watch, they watch, they watch three shows. I think that that's mm-hmm. clear from this award season. They watch three. Sh- I have lots of award show hot takes, but yeah, I mean, it's a popularity contest. It's all like you know, jockeying and campaigning for votes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we did. So speaking of podcasting a little bit more, people had some questions about like, do you listen to podcasts to relax? Like, do you feel like you form parasocial relationships with podcast hosts or, you know, if you want to speak to that aspect of the, of the gig at all, you know, has being a podcaster changed the way you enjoy podcasts? Um, yeah, I, it's I like I used to listen to a million podcasts like that's how I found Rob. And now I don't I really just listen to like the main ones, like, you know, four or five podcasts that I always listen to. I'm not really like I'm not really in the market for more, mostly because I'm like choked by too much media already mm-hmm. uh, and busier at work and things than I used to be where like I definitely uh, when I work from home, I could listen to podcasts at work uh, while I worked. So I could listen to a million a day. Now that would it, it definitely not something I could do. Um. But ironically, sometimes you could listen to music at, at work because it's not like concentrating on anything. You could, like, and you listen to every album that comes out. Well, I think that's also like I put too much pressure on, like listen to a lot, like a lot of music. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I wonder if like podcasts will have a second wind. It doesn't seem like it's a dying medium at all. But I do think it's maybe like flatlined a little bit in like the last year or two where it's like, I don't know. Is there like exciting stuff happening? Mm-hmm. And maybe there is. Maybe we're just old. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's uh, changed the way I listen to podcasts, but I find that I, uh, you know, I feel like I always have something on, but I feel like I'm probably like not listening to a ton of podcasts like all the way through. I might start this and then, you know, start something else, start something else, start something else. Um, and, you know, I see a lot of new things in my feed. I have been listening to more audiobooks lately here. Uh, at the start of the year, but I feel like that uh, a lot of like what I listen to tends to be like sports related uh, podcasts. I kind of feel like that um, in uh, some ways that podcasting has kind of like replaced like sports talk radio in terms of like uh, just listening to a lot of like the best clips of the day. And I'm sort of like catching up at the end of the day of what was happening while I was working. It's hard for me to listen to a ton of podcasts because I'm often making podcasts and it's very hard to listen to podcasts and make a podcast at the same time Mm -hmm. can't multitask that way Mm -hmm. um we got some questions about you know the two of your relationship we got a lot of questions about arguments that you've had things you don't agree on ali lasher wants to know the maddest that you've ever been at each other Mm -hmm. mm-hmm Um, but this was a question we got, Rob, you mentioned Freaky Friday and we had two separate listeners want to know how you two would handle a Freaky Friday situation. If you two swapped, if Rob and Akiva woke up in each other's bodies, what would be the hardest part of that Freaky Friday situation? I'm getting murdered by Nicole by 9 a.m. for Mm -hmm. me, probably. No, it's, I mean, it's hard not for for me to get uh, not murdered, you know? Yeah, I would. I I wouldn't last past breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of times where it's like, okay, like, all uh, right, like I can tell, like, there's like a lot of tension going on, and I don't know, like, should I, should I go to where the tension is happening to potentially alleviate it, or will I potentially make it worse by going to where the tension is? How do you think Akiva would handle that? I think he would shape? avoid it. Avoid. Yeah. Do not go. Do not Maybe go. Maybe that's there. the way to go. Yeah. And usually that is the way to go. Today it was yeah. I, I I found out it was it was not the way to go. That I was supposed I should have gone oh. to where the tension was happening. 
uh, because, and I start to say, but in the past, but we don't like to talk about like, it's just because something happened in the past doesn't mean that you should take that into a, the equation of what's happening now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Life lesson. Um, Was this shelf, shelf past, related? Yeah. Past <laughs> performance does not indicate future results. Okay. Right. Anyway. Um, so I think that really the biggest challenge I think for me would be, you know, like I'm wake, if I woke up in Akiva's body, I'm like, I'm in another country. Like, I feel like there's such a like would be such a language like yeah. learning curve, uh, maybe yeah. more so than almost anybody else that I do any of the podcasts with. Yeah, I would at least be able to pretend certain things. Rob would be in trouble. Uh, yeah. Like, what do we do? It what do you would, think would be the hardest for for Rob? I mean, I guess he'd have to he'd have to, you know, navigate the the other culture. He'd have to know what he's expected to do, mm-hmm. what all the customs are. Yeah, it would be hard. I think yeah. like sitting well, in synagogue, like I think the yeah. rabbi's speech would probably be like, all right, this, this is over. Freaky Friday yeah. is over. <laughs> but uh, like Akita, at, at your house, what what language yeah. is? Uh, I think only English. Only English. Only yeah. English. Okay. So... That okay, so that would be good. Yeah, but then if I yeah, leave you the know, house, you know that one. You still, everyone speaks English. Okay, you'd be fine. Um, yeah, I, I think my wife would be like, "Why is this guy so helpful?" Probably she'd be like, "What's what's mm-hmm. going on here? What, did you do something wrong? Or are you having an affair? <laughs> Why are you acting guilty?" Uh, but yeah, I think five kids. I think you'd be like five kids would be a lot of kids. Yeah, but like I mean, Rob interacting with like an eighteen-year-old. Like, I can you imagine having an eighteen-year-old daughter? I don't know. See, I think I'm better with like, th- like th- dealing with the kids that are older than uh, like babies. Like ah, I feel okay. like my wife, she loves loves babies. She like even right. like when she, like the, the kids are getting bigger, and she's like, but she wants them to still be her babies. Where it's like you know, even like babies, I think I talk to them like adults. So babies are adults. No, I I like being able to talk to, you know, they're like, okay, well, now we can finally uh, talk about something. Yeah, I feel like that's a common fatherhood dynamic is as the kids get older and start to share interests that, you know, that there's other roles that the dad kind of sinks into that for the the little, little kids, like the mom can sometimes be the the sun and the moon and the stars. Mm -hmm. I also like, I like older people, the younger people I hated i even in high school i wanted to teach the juniors and the seniors i didn't like teaching the freshmen um and and then the one time i had to teach like seventh and eighth grade it was like these are babies i do you know like i have no interest in speaking to these people do you like your older children better than your younger children no because i think they're like the older children are they do their own thing not real like older than babies aren't super interesting to me Mm -hmm. like my son who's two is like that's a fun age and then like Maybe I don't know. It, 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 there's a roller coaster. It's like two is good, and then the five they're fun, and like eventually they get too cool. Then maybe like the like there's a there's a, a reversal, and like fifteen they're okay, but then eighteen they're like nightmares again. Okay, and then people, it's probably all downhill from here. People did have parenting questions for both of you. Um, what's the best thing about being a father? What do you most enjoy teaching and showing your kids? Hmm. You know, I, I like, I mean, th- yeah, there's definitely, I love just like doing, going on like a fun trip with the kids and it's like, oh, you know, like maybe they'll remember this for the rest of their life or like, this is really fun and trying to be in the moment of thinking like, 
uh, you know, like these are the good times. You know what I mean? Like everyone's healthy and happy and you're not old. And uh, like these are, the, you know, these are days you'll sort of like remember when you're older. So like fun things, doing things my father used to do to me, like taking them to a sports game and like seeing them or going to their um, Rob. I, Rob has started to do this recently. Like, you know, when my daughter was doing gymnastics and she was really good, like there's nothing like that. It's, you know, I love the Jets more than almost anything in the world. But like having your own kid be good at sports or or like that's crazy cool. You know, like that was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the so like the stuff like that, you know, there moment moments like that are like, oh, this is this is uh, very fun. What do you think, Rob? Yeah, I, I agree I, that um, I really like to see them uh, be able to like uh, like have their own uh, personal wins. I feel like that that is, uh, re- you know, really nice to see. And they're involved in like uh, lots of different like uh, extracurricular activities. And so, uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, really nice. I just, you know, like to see them have like uh, a little bit of like their own independence, but not be like, ew, get away from me. You're annoying. Yeah. How much time do you have in that space, Akiva, before they think you're annoying? Um, I, you know, I don't have uh, girls any older than Rob and mm-hmm. boys any older than Rob. So, like, I, I, I think I think it might be a little gendered. I don't know. Mm. Like, um, you know, we're sort of in the same boat with with our boys. So mm-hmm. we'll find out together. I don't know. Um, people had some questions about your childhoods. Um, okay. People wanted to know. Uh, what is your earliest sports? I think they meant memory, but they said remedy. So you can answer it either hmm. way. But I think what's your earliest sports memory of what, watching a sport? I think probably watching a sport. I, I mean, I remember just getting taken to baseball games uh, when I, I was a kid. Like, I think I remember like going to like Mets games in like 1986 uh, with my dad. He had like, uh, you know, he never had like good tickets, uh, but we had a lot. I feel like we had, went to a lot of Mets games uh, like uh the, you know, sitting like in the upper deck at these uh, different baseball games. So um, I, I remember remember that. I remember just like looking at like the box scores in uh, the newspaper and like uh, like you know having the baseball games on at my house. I didn't start watching uh, football until like later on it was probably like the early 90s before i was like my, you know my dad would watch it but i wasn't really interested mm-hmm. um yeah, my first well i my my parents my dad and grandpa took me to a uh jets bills monday night football game in 1988 mm-hmm. uh, when yep. i was five and i i don't think i made us leave but the jets were losing so badly uh, it was hat night and it was the 80s so the hats were like paper and the fans started burning the hats and i was very afraid of fire when i was a little kid so i was like petrified and i didn't go to another game for two years and while that was like a a, like a scarring memory i never like we never really talked about it i never really googled it again uh so it's one of these things i do think a lot of childhood memories are like fake i think i've said this before amanda Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. um and a lot of people like remember one thing and then it sort of gets reinforced and Mm -hmm. um but i did google this a few years ago and like every aspect of my memory was completely correct. Like the Jets did lose, wow. I think whatever it was thirty-seven ten, or but they were down. I've watched the game even on on YouTube. Like they were down thirty-seven nothing. The fans were starting fires to the point where like the announcers are getting nervous, uh, and everyone's really drunk, and it's just an insane scene. And then I like read the New York Times and the articles from 
that day. I was like, oh yeah, this is like my exact memory was a hundred percent right from when I was five years old. So that's like probably my earliest memory altogether. Um, and then also in 88, um, the Mets were in the playoffs and they were in the playoffs on a Jewish holiday. And I was at the house of a relative who was like not Orthodox. So he was watching and I was like listening without looking at the TV. I remember for a little bit uh, when I was five years old, the Mets, uh, I guess, ultimately losing to the Dodgers. People wanted to know what the your favorite sporting event is that you've ever attended in person, staying on the sports topic. Do you have one, Rob? Uh, you know, I'm trying to think of like any sort of like big uh, games uh, that I've been to, but um, probably, uh, I mean, I did get to go to the one uh playoff win that the Mets had uh, in uh, 2022 uh, when it turned out to be Jacob deGrom's last uh, start as a Met. And so I was there for uh, that game and I went with Nicole and we had, uh, you know, incredible seats. And so that was uh, that was a really, really nice one. I'm trying to think if I've ever been to any other like big, like important games uh, before, but uh, nothing that really comes to mind. Yeah, I went to the Monday Night Miracle, which is a game where the Jets oh, came wow. back against the Dolphins on Monday Night Football in um, 2000. And my dad sort of wanted to leave and me and my grandfather. I can't remember who the we was always me, my dad, my grandfather, and I would bring a friend. Last, by the way, my you know, my grandfather passed uh, earlier this year. I told uh, this person, last person we ever, our last fourth ever, Jordan Kalish was the last person oh. we ever brought as our fourth. Oh, wow. Um, the um, So uh, we did not want to leave. My grandfather had been scarred from leaving and even scarred from the Heidi game, which is a famous game. This is a television thing, not... Um, they weren't at this game because I believe it was in Los Angeles, but uh, the Jets and Raiders were playing a game and the Jets were winning by three and the game was going really long. And NBC took the game off the air to show the movie Heidi mm -hmm. um, and the Raiders ended up coming back and scoring. Yeah, they recently the, the Jets played the Raiders on Sunday Night Football. They went all in on the Heidi Bowl, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very old school. Yes. You know, there's, um, so... Uh, um, so we, we never left, you know, we knew at that point to never leave and we really never left the game early. The Jets were down 31 seven and it was probably 1130 at night, but we stayed and, uh, it was very memorable. They won the game. We got home from East Rutherford to Long Island in like 28 minutes or something crazy because it was the <laughs> middle of the night by the time the game was over. Yep. So, uh, I have a lot, a lot of, a lot of great memories from, from going to, uh, sporting events yeah. for sure. My dad, my dad once took. Once took, we went to four baseball stadiums in four states in, in two days. Like that's a, you know, that was a very wow. cool right before I, I uh, went to college. Four baseball stadiums in four states in two days. How did you pull that yes. off? Uh, well, you, I mean, we, we were sort of, uh, you didn't have any options. Like the schedule was made for you because there's only one Sunday night game and only one Monday day game. We went to, we started in Tampa. We went to a Rays game. We were handed tickets from uh, University of South Florida, mm -hmm. which is in Tampa. Um uh, bought like 600 tickets for their students and like 30 people came. So they just handed us tickets. We went to that game. I maybe left in like the top of the ninth, hopped on a plane to Texas, went to the Rangers Red, Red Sox Sunday night game. Pedro Martinez was a starting pitcher for the Red Sox. Slept in a hotel Sunday night. We had like um, uh, like a local person bring us kosher food also straight to the stadium. Um, we slept. In was this like a publicized uh, stunt that you were doing? Me and my dad? No, it was like a like one last hurrah, like a fun thing before uh before I went away. That's okay. very like, sweet. Like, um that we slept in Arlington. 
uh, flew to. Uh, I think he had, they had clients at all three other stadiums other than the South Florida. I think we had mm-hmm. the tickets, which was not the big expense if you're thinking about two plane tickets to all these three places. But yeah, uh, sometimes that my dad thinks it's like, oh, we had the tickets. We should go to these four places. Um, and then so we went to Atlanta for the Monday day game. Uh, and then we probably also had to leave that game by like the ninth inning if it ran late. I don't remember. And then we flew to Philly, went to the Phillies game Monday night and then um, took the Amtrak home. We we're home by midnight. Um uh, from uh from mm-hmm. philly so four games four states two days yeah would have thought that like uh mets yankees uh, would have been like uh an easy one on the bingo card to do that <laughs> yes that is true i guess <laughs> yeah it's funny that there was no new york involved but it's just you know we were we were stuck we we had to go to texas and we had to go to atlanta so mm-hmm. wow did you do play sports growing up well kiva famously has a wet jumper yeah, that's right <laughs> and yeah there. The only sport I was, uh, like I was on the high school tennis team. I was pretty decent, not great, but I was decent at tennis. I took tennis lessons when I was a kid. So like I, you know, I had, uh, like the strokes and stuff. Like I could, you know, knew how to hit, I knew how to serve. Um, and I like playing sports. Yeah. I would like, we would, I had a friend, uh, he actually just called me. I hadn't spoken to him in like 15 years. He called me this last week. Um, cause he moved here too. And he lived across the street from me. And I would, we had like little tykes hoops. We were in like fifth grade. I would invite three friends over. He would invite three friends over for the weekend. And we would have what we called all-star weekend. We'd have like three on three tournaments, two on two tournaments. On but you're hoops. in fifth grade playing with the toddler hoops? Uh, they, yeah, they were like five feet toddler hoops because we do like a slam dunk contest, three point uh-huh. shootout, things. Like, I mean, we had real, we each had a real basketball hoop too. Um, but we would just do fun things. And then he, we did a slam dunk contest in my childhood bedroom and he dunked so hard. The hoop went through my window. Wow. <laughs> went out wow. Like the roof. So who would win in a one-on-one basketball game between Rob and Akiva? I'm sure Rob. I, and you I, think I, think that, Rob, I, I don't Rob, think I could, I don't think I could shoot a basketball. I mean, I'm not a basketball I, player. Like, um, you know, I'm I, so I am, rusty. you know, very uncoordinated. You know, I feel like, um, what was your best sport growing up, bro? I, I mean, really, I mean, I don't know, maybe Little League, but I really was not even like uh, good. What position did you play in Little League? I mean, that they would put me like in the outfield, like, um, you mm-hmm. know, I, I just like I was not good at it. I feel like I also like I don't want to say like I didn't get like coaching or anything, but like I yeah. just feel like that, you know, maybe if somebody was like working with me like a little bit more, maybe uh, like I would not have been as much of a like you know, uncoordinated, uh, disaster. So like, I I don't want to say like that I'm completely like incapable. Like, I feel like that, you know, I have like, I would say that my fitness is okay, but my athleticism is, uh, not good. Yeah, no, my fitness is bad. I I have played basketball with my kids a few times. Rob was complaining about my stamina before. Mm -hmm. Seems to be a common complaint because, uh, cross the domain issue. Yeah, yeah I, I was like, uh, you know, I was huffing and puffing playing with the Wienerker kids after yeah. a few minutes. I think we should have the uh, the Rob and Akiva one on one basketball. It would be unwatchable. Do we each get to pick like a champion like uh, in Game of Thrones? Oh, maybe. Oh, that's fine. Do you, so do, do you guys get intense about your kids playing sports now? No, like, I do not. Um, my wife, uh, yes, yeah. is much, much more so. Although that, you know, we're getting to the time of year where, you know, Nicole is much more like the little league mom. She's up there. Every kid like, oh, all right, Greg, let's go, Greg. Like, uh, like how do you even know this kid's name? 
Um, and so like, she was like, get like, uh, you know, worked up about like, uh, like, you know, the, uh, calls and stuff like that. she's not like yelling at anybody. She, she actually really does dislikes it. If one of the parents is yelling, uh, but yeah. she's, you know, very supportive of all the kids. Um, but like also like it would not be impossible that she would get into a fist fight at like another, like parents from the other team was being mm. a jerk. Um, but my son plays flag football in the winter. And so that's, that's been the thing where it's too cold for Nicole to go there. So I have been, uh, I almost was a coach Akiva. Oh, I almost was an assistant coach. Really? I said, I would have taken a core. If, if this other kid that is friends with Dominic, that if his dad coached the team, I think I was going to be on the staff. I was going to be an assistant oh, coordinator. Okay. But he, it didn't end up happening. It didn't end up happening. If they were short on coaches, one of Dominic's friends' dads was going to coach, and I, I think I was going to be on the staff. I was going to get like a Nathaniel Hackett like crony position. My, I was going to show all dad, the kids Austin yeah. Powers. <laughs> the gold zone. Yeah. My dad was my Lily coach one year, um, and then like I think we had eight games on the schedule, and six were rained out. So it was kind wow. of a bust of a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you get intense about your kids' sporting events, Akiva? Um, you know, I would think like I would always say like, oh, those parents who go crazy are horrible. But I had, I think I talked about it on on a podcast uh, many years ago. But uh, but I thought a deer was scored like to an insane degree unfairly in a in a balance beam competition where like she was she got like a standing ovation. It was like the only. It was like a weirdly quiet uh, audience. It was the only time the whole event that like people got out of their seat and clapped like i can be pretty objective i don't ever i am not the person who thinks like my kids are always right if they get into a fight in school or mm -hmm. you often side with the teacher and don't think my kids are perfect at all but like she was objectively very good and there was like a girl who um like didn't really know how to do the balance beam and scored higher than her like literally didn't know how to do it and like wasn't even really like on it um and it was the coach's wife was like the main scorer and like she was clearly like, I guess not paying attention or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the coach hated her. I don't think the coach hated her, but like wasn't paying attention. And we were like going insane. And then she said, I'm quitting. And the coach who was like, they had been fighting her and the coach for like a year or two. He's like, yeah, you'll be back on Tuesday. And she never saw him again. Like she oh, never, wow. never. He's like, you'll be back. But um, and he even like said he fixed the grades. And, and then like then the, the scores were in the paper, local paper. And like she didn't fix them. But. Yikes. So that one we were like we were hot, but like I felt like we knew we were right there. It was just like it wasn't like subjective. It was it was like different levels. And of did you make a stink at the event with this coach and the? We yelled at him for like yeah. twenty minutes once it was yeah. over. Just like not. In front. I mean, we were sort of yelling like during it also when she didn't win the award. I, I forget what. I don't know why. I I I don't I don't remember the whole thing now. But um, but in general, like I like hopefully if I go to my kid's basketball game and he gets fouled and they don't call, like I'll be fine. But I thought this was like this was like a little beyond. It was it was bizarre. Like he had a personal vendetta against against the Ardor. Do you guys have they get fired for being like creepy uh, pretty soon? Oh, no, really? Yeah. That's terrible. I think I don't we were gone, but he I mean, they get yeah. fired. I don't know. I don't, I don't know exactly for him. Wow. Do you have time for some of the random questions that sure. I got? I have a whole category of random here. Yeah. Um, all right. What is the best response when somebody asks you, how's it going if really nothing is going on? Akiva? 
I, I think how's it going is tricky in general, especially now, like in the last few months, people have been like, how's it going? And yeah. like, sometimes the answer is bad, but then also like, sometimes they're like, good, but I was like, good. Oh, you're good. Really? Like, okay. So I think that's tricky in general. Maybe we should retire. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah. No, I think it's fine. It's up. Yeah. How's it going? Uh, you know, I think the answer, uh, like 99% of the time is good. Good. How are you doing? Right. Like, uh, that's it. Um, like, I think if something is gone, is going very bad, I think it's like that. I think that that's your opportunity to like, uh, like you say, like, I like, I don't actually, uh, very, it's very bad. My house just burnt down today. I'm right. really very distracted. Uh, or like the other option is like, uh, like it's an, also an opportunity to like, uh, sometimes I'll like, oh, uh, like th great. Uh, and then you're, you have an opportunity to share good news, but, I think 97, 98% of the time, I think he's just good. Right. Move on. Yeah. I think you have to read who's asking, how's it going? Because some people might be mindlessly saying it and they don't really want to hear how you're doing. Yeah. But, but, you know, in certain situations, I think it could if be If you have an incredibly good or bad news. Yeah. Um, okay. This was a question somebody had. And I... Both of you strike me as not at all car guys, but somebody wants to know what cars do you own and would you recommend them? <laughs> Rob, go first. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm not really a car, uh, a car guy. Um, you know, I feel, I feel like this is a, a, this is a little personal, I feel like. A little I'll, personal. I'll, I'll, oh, that, that's, 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 that, I, don't, I mean, but this is for an app. I mean, this is for... We're all friends yeah. here. Yeah. Um, so um, I had had... Uh, we've talked about this a lot on the, on the podcast. I had uh, two cars. Or sorry, we had one... We, I had two mm -hmm. cars the whole time I lived in California. Uh, we sold both the cars. And then when we got to California... Uh, we, uh, got, we got a car. It was very important to my wife. Like we need a third row. We need a car with a third row because what if we do, do the carpool? I think we've like had one time where we had a kid in the third row, uh, but it's very important. Uh, so we have a, uh, Volkswagen Atlas. Okay. It's a big, do, 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 bigger mm -hmm. car. Do you recommend it, Rob? It's fine. I my wife is like uh she's a you know smaller person needs a bigger car, you know. That's um it's fine for me. I think it's kind of like a bigger, too big. Um mm -hmm. not my favorite would not be what I would pick if I had my druthers. Uh and then I have a uh I just got a car. And I have a car it's called a Hyundai Kona. You should have. Been, it would have been. It would have been classic. When Rob was like, "It's called a Ferrari 911." <laughs> no, no, yeah. small, S, small SUV. I would. Have, I would probably would have gotten like a sedan. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. My wife said, "Not safe enough. Need an SUV." Akiva is famously in a group chat called "Car Owners." Car owners. Yeah. Oh, that's a good callback. My daughter, <laughs> who who has a car now. Yeah. Uh, when she was trying to guilt us into getting her a car. And this is the part that you won't, you wouldn't like, like the, the, the uh, seventeen-year-old girl who like will not stop asking for what she wants till she gets it. So she added me and my wife to a group chat called Car Owners to imply that the three of us would be car owners. Mm -hmm. And she got her way. 
even though, like I said, you do not need oh, a car. It's not like a WhatsApp group or like a, like it is a, a Facebook WhatsApp group. group. Yeah, yeah. It was a WhatsApp group. She added, okay. she, she added, it is a, it's a WhatsApp group, but it's just the three of us. Yeah. That she added us to, to, to con us into allowing her to get a car. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. That's, a, I like that. I'm going to do that. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, uh huh. It worked. It got results. Akiva. It did work. Yeah. Like I think I, I, my sister, my my daughter's a lot like uh, my my older younger sister. You know, it's me and my sister, and then there's a zillion year yeah. gap, and then I have two more sisters. So the older one of the of the second generation. Is this the one that like, I met, Akiva? No, you probably met the K dog, my the youngest. Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. Um. The uh, like also is very relentless and will just get her way by never stop asking for something. So yeah. my daughter's like okay. that too. Like See, she will, may, she will ruin your life until you say yes. Okay. Um, my wife is not on WhatsApp, but I feel like I could invite her to a group of like people who are not in a fight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, you're in the group. You're in, you're in, the, in the group. She uh, leaves. Nicole she leave. has left. Yeah. Slam the door. <laughs> um. Do you, do you two have any uh, animals that you identify with? What is the animal that you most spirit identify? Spirit animal? Yeah, what's your spirit animal? No, I, I don't have a spirit animal. I mean, I don't I, either. Yeah, but nope. I like I have become very fond of uh the dog. I like I like ah. I like the dog. Um I get like like a little bit like shamed of like, you know, I'll be like uh like petting the dog and uh, my wife will like uh come like oh this is unattractive I'm like what am i doing i'm just I'm petting petting the dog. she does not like not, not only does she just does not want me to give the dog any like affection mm. that's it somebody's gotta be nice to the dog yeah right, right? Uh, what is the dog uh, like like oh the dog is so annoying all it wants is to eat food and go to the bathroom like so annoying <laughs> like that's what i what, it's job. Um, somebody wants to the know dog what is good. This is good. Dog she's is a good. good. She's a good dog. Are you happy? You're 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 your happy pet owner. I I am. Yes. Yeah. Um, Akiva, are you are you, are you your family? You're not. You don't have any animals, right? I mean, I got five kids. We have uh, goldfish, <laughs> but I have five kids. It is more than enough. The yeah. kids begged for a dog, and I said, "When we get a bigger house, then we got a bigger house." And I said, uh, "I never said that. That's a lie." Mm -hmm. You know, I it's thank goodness you weren't in a group chat. Mm -hmm. Dog owners, owners. yeah. Oh, I, we're gonna uh, listen. If that kid wanted one, we'd probably already have one. Luckily, she's the one on my side. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I it, listen. I, 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 the dogs are for a lot of people, but we, I think, are at our capacity of uh, able to handle stuff. And it, you know, my friend's uh, kids made him get a dog, and he's like, they promise to take care of it. And his daughter walks the dog 10 minutes a day, but the dog needs to be walked for an hour a day, you know? So who's doing the extra 50 minutes? Mm -hmm. I don't have 50 more minutes in the day to, to walk a dog, to clean up after it. Yeah. Who I, is the driver of the dog decision in your family, Rob? I The kids really wanted a dog. And, yeah. and um, I had been like, no, no, no. And then I'm like, you know, I think about like, uh, like, oh, uh, like, well, like, I feel like I, I want the kids to have grown up with a dog. So mm -hmm. uh, we bit the bullet. You know why it's called bite the bullet? I looked this up a few months ago. It's like when you have like surgery, like they give you a, like a, a bullet to bite. In like the Civil War era, yeah, there was like oh. they didn't have medications. So you'd bite down on a bullet while they, so like to try and you know block out the pain while they were mm -hmm. you know doing 
on you know a surgery with no anesthesia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did it work? It's well, I wasn't there. I had, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was not there, but probably bad for your teeth. You know what the teeth situation back then was? Oh, it probably can only get better. Yeah. 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 Imagine having to go back and like kiss someone from like the Revolutionary War era. Probably. And not. you hate kissing in general, Akiva. <laughs> so imagine like some British soldier in the 1700s. Mm-hmm. Um, people wanted to know, somebody wanted to know what your weekly phone screen time is, but maybe oh. just to broaden this, are there any like bad habits that you want to, that you, that, that you have on know, your. Let me, let me look at my screen yeah. time. Yeah. Let's. Anything it's probably like down the, for this week. Oh, my phone uh, isn't even in the room. I was going to check. Don't you? Um, don't you do like you do more stuff on your computer than your phone, Akiva? Don't you? Well, I'm or? on. My, yeah, I'm on my computer. I don't really touch my phone at work. I'm really on my my uh, my computer all day. It is funny because sometimes even with work stuff, I have to remember like, oh yeah, like eighty five percent of our users are like mobile. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like okay. checking web, and it's like, oh, this is not important. All right, I'm I'm so. Again, I, I, I've never compared this. I've never told anybody yeah. this. Okay, so mm-hmm. here's my my daily average. Mm-hmm. This sounds high. According to my screen time, my daily average is five hours, 59 minutes. That sounds like a lot, right? I think, I think I've heard much higher numbers than that, honestly. Yeah, but I feel like I'm not. I'm looking at my phone six hours a day, or is it like in, or is it recording like my, uh, like, no, if you listen my, to a podcast, then I think that's probably that counts part of your as screen time. Right? No, I think, I think if your phone goes off of like the, you know, if it goes into screensaver mode, I feel okay. like it's. All right. So here's the, so here's the thing. Okay. So yeah. most used ways. Come on. That's not screen time. I'm driving. Yeah, that shouldn't count. Yeah, yeah, screen time. Okay, I like here's some of the things. Peloton app. That's not screen time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm literally riding an exercise bike. Come on, get out of here. Overcast. Yeah. You know, I'm listening to a podcast. Stop it. Because this screen time is whack. Five hours on TikTok a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, down 6% from last week. Maybe that's you good. were doing less Peloton though. Who knows? Yeah, that's today. So it's, uh, you know, and then, so, yeah, I don't know if it's, um, so I say for the week, my daily average is six hours and 39 minutes. All right. I think that's normal. Social I think we'll media, have social apps, 11 hours, 52 minutes, information and reading six hours and eight minutes. And productivity and finance, five hours and 48 minutes. Productivity and finance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have okay. two hours and five minutes on Audible. Come on. It's not screen time. Yeah. yeah in the, in the, uh, either on Twitter or in the rap Facebook group, if you have an, a, a higher number than, much higher number than Rob, let us know. Let's see who the winner is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's some nice social apps? Uh, Messages, I have five five hours and seventeen minutes in text message. Come on, no, I'm not. Stop it. Like it, it makes it's lying. <laughs> Unreliable. Okay, Unreliable. I've been texting. I, I, I was texting for five hours this week. No, I wasn't. I don't know. I don't know where it's getting this stuff from. Don't let Nicole see it. Who are you texting for five hours with? This mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I got a text message randomly from a phone number yesterday. Text mm-hmm. message, uh, 
randomly said, okay, 323 phone number. So that's my former area code. So um, text message says, cold winter. What are you doing? And then mm. so I'm like, okay, but well then this could plausibly be somebody I know. Yeah. Yeah. So I texted back the frozen emoji. like, <laughs> And then the person said, ha ha, what's wrong with you? Question mark. And I said, frostbite reached the brain. <laughs> so we uh, do you do you have any idea? No, who and this they wrote back, "Ha ha, funny," and that's the end of the conversation. So I don't you know. know I, so you don't. You, I don't know. Did them, I text them now? And what? Text say what? Now. And say what? Still cold. Still cold. <laughs> yes. Yeah, birds. Text them. Bird. Oh, okay. Yeah, this this is, is exciting. Yeah. And if they respond, say sorry. I mean, Aaron Burr, the old the guy with the. Duo. No, I don't know. I'll see if they write back. Yeah. I don't know. It could be wow. a wrong number. So don't um, want to get involved. But then I feel like if it's like wait, if they're if they're like wait who is this? I'm like uh who is this? I think it's got to be someone who knows you. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, because if it was some sort of scam, then it would have come out already, right? Like they wouldn't because yeah, they it's a California. No, is it cold in California? It's like it's it's somebody in California who seems to know about the cold winter. They know that you moved. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. Yeah. But like. <laughs> I don't know. Like, who do I know that's like cold winter, huh? Like, that seems very familiar. And there's no like previous message history. It's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. Search the number. Sometimes I search the number. Oh, yeah. Where, on, go on, on, like, on, yeah. On, on one of my on many apps. Yeah, Google. Just Google it. I was thinking of, yeah. so of typing it into my email. Oh, yeah, that could be. That's not a bad idea yeah. either. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many phone numbers you have in your email, but I've done that too. Let me see. Okay. Boop, boop, boop. Google their phone number. Let's see. Boop, boop. We won't count this as part of your screen time. This this yeah, <laughs> five hours of texting. Come on. Okay. No, I don't see anything there. And then, maybe it's one of the famous people who listens to Renap. Let's see. Uh, so, uh, do I know uh, Raul Flores? Hmm. That's what this uh, website oh, says. Possibly. Hmm. Is this Raul? <laughs> <laughs> Raul? Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Cold winter. <laughs> what are you doing? I've got the. See, I I would have said. I'm not, I don't recognize this phone number. That's what I would have said. What hmm. would you have said in response to that text, Akiva? Would you ignore it? Would you text back? I would say, who is this? And uh, uh -huh. I, I I had a really awkward conversation um, a few weeks ago where someone texted me. Something about, I think it was about the Mets or something. Yeah. And I didn't recognize the number. And uh, they WhatsApp me. And I didn't recognize the number. And... I said, wait, who is this? But while I typed who is this, he said, hey, it's me. Let's say his name is Adam. Hey, it's me, Adam. Uh-huh. So then he said, like, who he was. And I said, who is this? And then he's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. It's been like eight years. And he, and he said who he was. And it was like a guy I used to be good friends with. And now I've, like, made him feel that I didn't even remember who he was when he said his name. Uh... And then I'd be like, no, no, no. I was saying who is this before you asked. 
I certainly remember you. We mm-hmm. were like, you know, yeah. good friends. Um, and it was, it was awkward. So I did do the who's this and it did not pay off. Well, that's why you should always do what Rob did and just send a vague emoji. I just, uh, I'm just going <laughs> to fake it. Fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And on the there you go. Like, text messages. That's a podcasting skill. <laughs> just going to go with it. Of course. Like, yes. You. Uh, Akiva, are you still doing your workouts? How are they going? Um, yeah, I, I noticed that there was a few days where I had to like leave work because I do them after work without doing it. And it's like, oh, once I did that once, it was like it, it which was the first time basically it ever happened since I started. It was like, all right, five days in a row. I, I came up with other excuses and left. And so it's hard to get I don't. It's I know it's good, but I hate every yeah, I hate it when I'm there, you know, like hate. Yeah, some of the I do. I like, but I hate the running part. Yeah. Um, but you got to find something fun that you like to do, uh, to put it like, then you look forward to the thing. Yeah. I, I just, I dread the running. I, I like spend the whole time like, all right, I need a new show until two. Yeah. No, sometimes it's about having the right show you can watch while you work out. Somebody wanted to know what a Renap workout would look like. Hmm. Renap workout. Your podcast mic like this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, every Christopher Lyons does a marathon to Renap every single week. Yes. Well, I don't know if he runs a marathon every week. He trains for the marathon. That would be yeah. Hit by a car, Claire. Famously, a lot of people are running to Renap. Yes. Yes. Do you think that you could patent some workout equipment that was wheel related? Maybe. Hmm. Ooh. I mean, there are bicycles in Peloton. That's true. There's bicycles. Those are wheel related. Yeah. 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 I think if you put a Renap wheel on your bicycle tires. Mm-hmm. That would be a Renap workout. Yeah. You ever think about if you had like a bicycle in like the 1200s, like a, like just like a nice bike, you would be like, you'd be like probably like the king of the world at that point. I've they'd, never they'd, thought about that. You, they'd view you as, as like the most like powerful, incredible they person. Just like, take you had a you. bicycle and local anesthetic though. And you would be yeah. a hero. Yeah. yeah everybody nope. would want to kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> I the my favorite thing about uh when you drafted who you would have like famous people you would have dinner with. Yes. yes. Everybody mm-hmm. that Akiva drafted were people that he thought he could impress <laughs> because they were from the past. Like other people were like, I would yeah. love to talk to this person. And Akiva mm-hmm. said, William Shakespeare would be amazed that I had an iPhone. Yeah. It is true. Like we have we have like the whole of human knowledge. Yeah. In our pocket, and are almost indifferent to it. Like, Instead, oh, so focus on like yeah. yelling at each other on social media yeah. and like stupid memes that we could not, if we tried to explain to like most of our spouses, probably all three in our cases, yeah. like who are not on social media all day. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like we could we could know like as someone someone said on Twitter last week, like do you know every MIT class is available online? You could like go to MIT for free, like mm-hmm. like. If I had a million hours in the day, I wouldn't do that. Like if you know what I mean? No. If I had an unlimited time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah, I, I, I still would not. I would I, I would not. Uh, but I have four like, hours and 34 minutes on X. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, I mean, that's that would be a that would be a light work for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. This is a lie. I didn't have one hour and 11 minutes in WhatsApp. Stop it. 
I I think it's like picking up like notifications or something. Yeah, like, I, I think. think uh, or do you think? Yeah, yeah. Or like this I is don't like know. Uh, all of a you know Akiva's groups that uh, that I'm in that I get notified uh, like all, all day. And are like, you good at closing your apps that no, are open no, on your phone? Never. Yeah, because I'll every now and then my husband will take my phone and check mine, and they'll they'll be like thirty apps mm-hmm. open that I didn't even realize were open. No. Do I, do I need to be doing that to close the, shut down my screen time? Maybe it couldn't hurt. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe you get more screen time closing your apps though. <laughs> yeah. I think that's why this is all out of whack. I think mm-hmm. I, I like, I get texts and then I think that's why it's saying like every, every text you get is five minutes of screen time. Wow. Stop it. Mm. I'm getting wrong texts up 5% from last week. <laughs> This one really stuck with you, Rob. You want your screen time. I just want to be like accurate. I want it to be accurate. It would be like, you know, you have your, like uh, the Apple watch says uh, you had like 27,000 steps. I'm like, no, I didn't. (laughs) Did you get any good questions, Rob, when you were interviewed by the local news outlet? Yeah. Did he teach you anything? I don't want to like um, disparage. Like I I feel like it was very basic. Like I feel Mm. like, um, that um, there was one point, though, maybe the most like unusual thing that happened was that um, that he uh, the interviewer pulled like a very old clip and was like, hey, I'm going to show you a really old clip. And then I want you to respond to this. And I was like, oh, my God, is this like this is going to be the gotcha part of the hit? Piece. Wow. <laughs> and they. um they 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 pulled a clip like a very it must be a very old clip from YouTube where I was it was the morning after the Survivor South Pacific finale. Wow! And I was discussing Sophie Clark's win with the first lady of podcasting, who who was a little nonplussed with Sophie's win. Um, oh! And I I thought that that like and and he showed me the clip. And like I really wanted to react to what was the context of the what was being talked about, but uh, he wanted me just to react to how far the podcast has come since then. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to say like I I stand by what I said, you know. Yeah, I, like, I, like I think like, it's gotten worse. That's a good clip. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was like very the like injury like it was just a very random huh. like uh, clip that was pulled from. Uh, twenty. So this person just went to the archives and picked a random. I think day. it might have been on YouTube or something. Uh huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I you know I Do you I have, have any more clips for us to react to. Amanda? Oh, that would that would have been a great idea to have you have you answer to these clips. Like, I'm um, going to show you a clip and then I want you to react <laughs> to. What's your first reaction when you saw this? What would be like, uh, is there anything that you think, I mean, can you, th- is there anything that you would be like embarrassed if it came out to like from a Renap episode? Do you have anything mm. that, what do you think would be the most cringeworthy Renap clip to have research? Well, let's not speak into existence. People mm-hmm. finding it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you think there's something that you, that, that you wouldn't be able to stand behind Akiva? Uh, I mean, hopefully nothing cancelable, but I, I mean, Rob, did I, what were my, I'm sure I had, uh, some takes that, that probably didn't hold up. Um, 
Yeah, I'm trying to think. I feel like that um, 32 fans is probably more of a oh, yeah. place mm-hmm. uh, for that. If I was where... running for office, yeah, listen to 32 <laughs> fans for sure. Not yeah, because I, like, <laughs> I don't think Akiva so much like stands on ceremony here of like, mark mm-hmm. my words. Like, you know. So, yeah, I don't think there's so many like predictions. I mean, uh, Akiva recently on uh, Akiva canceled Paul Giamatti. Uncanceled Giamatti. It is true. Yeah, he's back. Wait, was Giamatti canceled only by well, Akiva? Only by Akiva. Because you only have a number. You have a number of people that you've that you've canceled, sort of without uh, yes. good justification. Well, if, I mean, I, I one of them was Kevin Spacey, and look who. Well, you were right about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So sometimes yeah. I'm right. But I think that there right, was right. like uh, at the point where you were anti-Spacey. Like I feel like that there was a lot of like. M- murmuring yeah, there was rumblings. smoke yeah. yeah so yeah Fred, Fred Armisen still canceled Fred, Fred Armisen yeah that was another I'm one Fred Armisen <laughs> yeah yeah that is a good one yeah I, I do think that he also had some stuff with like uh, yeah, yeah, from, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 for sure yeah for sure. okay alright I mean anything else is there anything that you were that you're on the fence I don't know if I should ask them this um, I mean, there were things that I sort of decided to just veto <laughs> unilaterally. Yeah. Too inappropriate. Um, I mean, people ask questions about, you know, who are your the biggest supporters in your life? Do you have anybody you consider a mentor? I thought those were interesting questions. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, I recently, like, I've been thinking about, like, I feel like I have, like, uh, two professional uh mentors uh that uh that i that i worked for over the years uh one was was a very like a a good business person uh and he is and he has passed uh that and i used to work for him in the insurance office uh but he was like a a family friend uh, and he, uh, you know, and, and he passed at like a, you know, a, you know, a rather uh, young age, very died very, very suddenly had like, uh, I don't know if it was quite a heart attack, but he had uh, some just like, like died um, just very like out of nowhere. Um, and then I have another uh, mentor who was probably more of my mentor in the, uh, you know, entertainment uh, world that I went to go work for him and uh that and he is uh you know uh still still out there but i do do not have like a i i I do not have like a uh you know uh like there's no i'm not in any sort of like a uh like you know cold relationship but i also but, but i also like do not actively like uh you know seek out this person hmm amanda do you have a mentor I do. I mean, I have professional mentors, certainly. Like, I mean, academia is sort of like set up for right. establishing those relationships. How about you, Akiva? Do you have. In general, like mm-hmm. in life? I mean, I guess Rob would be my podcast mentor, but I think in life, wow, like I as a whole. That. I mean, we thought I was going to say Chester. I, I didn't think you. Uh, like. I mean, I, I like I wouldn't have described you as like uh, this. Is like, hey, you know, Rob over there, he's my mentor. But mm-hmm. I, if I had to pick you one, should have said that when you ran into the guy at the I should have. If I, damn, now I got to go back to the restaurant, like have the mm-hmm. same conversation, pretend I'm like, you know, oh, you listen to RGP. Rob is my mentor. That would have been I'm, so, I'm sure a lot of people. If I said consider. mentee, I taught him everything oh. he knows. That 
Maybe I would have got a better reaction. I bet a lot of people consider Rob their mentor. Yes. Um, I think in life, I really never had one. Like, uh, I think, I, you know, I'm, I'm the oldest in my family, and I feel like I had to figure out a lot of stuff myself, especially professionally. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. nobody, my parents were like, eh, do whatever you want. And I never really, I feel like I would have, like, you know, I, I maybe lucked into, like, working on the number one show in television. I was like, oh, this is great. And then I sort of, like, floated doing you know, like maybe underperforming for the next five, mm-hmm. 10 years, like uh, in other, it, like in other parts of uh, like my professional life, I wish I had had a, a mentor. I feel like I never really had one. Also like I never, we don't even really have like a family rabbi. I mean, my dad's a rabbi, mm-hmm. so I can always ask, him. but like, so I it's really never had now. one. I like, I never really had teachers that like even teachers. I, I had like one or two college professors I liked, but then they would like leave or something. Like I never really had any, any sort of education yeah. mentors. I don't know. I feel we like, should- we should set up an RHAP mentorship program. A mentorship program <laughs> for teachers now. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, maybe I am more like I, maybe I'll I'll pay it back or you know pay not pay it forward because I didn't mm-hmm. have one. Break the break the cycle and I'll break the be, cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah what, what would you mentor people in? Well, I mean, even at work or whatever, you know, professionally. Um, sometimes I see people. And I was like, oh, I could definitely help that person. They're they're thinking too small. You know what I mean? They don't realize that they're talented and they they're they don't realize like they're, you know, so maybe I would mm-hmm. I would be helpful. Um, but I'm not gonna see you have to seek me out. I'm not seeking you out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Amanda, anything else that you uh want to ask for the listeners? I think that that's a great place to end it. Okay. Well, Amanda, you did an incredible job. Uh, I yeah, think that we you. went all, yeah. down a lot of interesting paths and i hope that the listeners uh, got to get the answers to so many of their burning questions yeah yeah and i, I hope they are... say oh you asked all the worst questions well like, I got yeah no, they questions. probably will i mean there's some stuff that i thought wasn't like you know people ask like if you could only eat one food what would it be and that's actually i like this question because somebody said in parentheses eg chipotle if you needed help figuring out what a food Mm -hmm. was but like there were some questions that i didn't think were going to like spur that much conversation so i tried to kind of keep it with but nothing that was like highly inappropriate nothing was highly inappropriate there were some things that i thought could get you guys in trouble and i didn't want to go there like you know who like like talking about who you like who's who you like podcasting with the i don't know there were just Mm -hmm. some things where i was like we don't need to get into all that but uh great questions from the listeners thank you so much for providing all of that um on sh- relatively short notice and it was just an honor to be here mm-hmm. okay well amanda will you be staying for the mailbag i would love to okay all right we, yeah i gotta i gotta ask you about a little something called renapbot gpt yes. uh, and we'll talk about that and akiva you've got a whole list of ideas I got a million, yeah. A million. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, we're only going to hear five today. All right. The rest, okay, you got to make sure you're subscribed to robiswebsite.com slash Renap feed if you want to hear them all one day. And until then, we will be back with the mailbag coming up right after this. The remix jingle 
time for another Just like the sequel to How I Met Your Mother Robin Keeby need a podcast, it's pretty established Could have any guest like Tiffany Radish They could take the podcast to Great Heights appearing on Seth Myers, The king of late night you've given me and Phil Hours of laughs Cause we know that you watched the whole two hours of cats What? I can't believe how painful it is I really, really wish that you were taking the piss That means joking around That's just British slang Just spin the wheel as fast and furious as you can uh, It's sublime I'm running out of things to say when I'm writing these lines My name's Jack Fox But I think that it's time to pass the mic to Phil T To spin some rhymes Go ahead Hey, okay, it's Phil and Jack Fox Robin Kiwi got game Got games like Jack Fox It's Robin Akiva need a Bing bang Rob and Akiva need a So now it's me, Phil T. So pull up a chair and listen to Akiva talk about how he picked up a spare. Come to Rob and Akiva for barrels of banter. Not Lizzie McGuire, but I'm duffing a wanker. If you don't go and leave a five-star review, you can catch these hands back to Timbuktu. Watching S3F7 on HBO. If you hate, then it's L plus ratio. They've gone and watched Seinfeld. They've yet to watch Scum talking to my two dads. Well, where's my mom? Where's my mom, dads? Dads. Dads, where's my mom? All right. Mailbag Here. number Dr. 248. Amanda. Are you Phil T's mom? Amanda? Oh, oh my goodness. That Wouldn't that be exciting? I mean, I mean uh, I, Amanda I, I, is mother. Oh, wow. But is she um, Phil T's mom? I would be honored if either of my children turned out as as wonderfully as the incomparable Phil T. As talented as uh, mm-hmm. just the... Incredible Phil T. Yes. Lightning in a bottle, Phil T. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah, I, I just got this right before we came on. Renapbot GPT. Amanda, you know I love the chat yes. GPT. So um, I also heard from Dan Shipman when he saw that I was going to be on the podcast. And, of course, he always does this whenever there's a podcast idea that he thinks Renapbot could contribute to in some way. He's amazing. He gets right to work and starts cooking something up. And he had been working on this, I think, for a little while, this idea of a chat GPT that was completely populated with the Renap library. How? Um, what is it that it's listened to all the episodes? I think that he's loaded it up with all of the ideas that he has okay. for like, you know, I think it has the constitution in it. It, yeah. has, it just has like all is this of available. The- it's in the Facebook group, right? There's a link to it. Yeah. So it and says he put it in the Facebook group. Rob and even need a podcast and they need my help. Can I make it on the wheel? Friend of at Dr. Amanda. And so it seems like that there's a couple of prompts that you can click on immediately. Akiva, have you played with this? I have, I have not. You can ask his- Renapbot GPT questions like, I'm doing great. Are you a salesperson? How much money is FU money? And would you rather live in Forks, Washington or Jacksonville? Wow. Okay. The, all the important questions. I mm-hmm. think that this is maybe um, a chat GPT plus like accessible. Th- I, I don't think I can access this. Oh, but Rob, so I okay. think that you, I so think I, that you I might can. need to drive. I can. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, Akiva, is there anything that you want to know from Renapbot GPT? Ask ask uh, it anything. Yeah. It, can it come up with a good wheel idea on the spot? Well, I don't know. First off, we should start by asking it, how are you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Or how's it going? What is it? 
How's it going? What do you say? What, let's uh, see what Renatbot says yeah. about how's it going. How is it going? Okay, Renatbot thinking. I don't, know, I don't see anything. Oh, okay. We're ready to go. Uh, it's, I'm doing great. Ready to dive into the wacky world of Renap. What can I assist you with today? Any burning questions about Robin Akiva? Podcast ideas or just a random pop culture query? Let's make it weird. Well, how, well hold on. Is this like our press secretary? What do you mean? I, I got yeah. any questions like, uh, uh, you know, got any embarrassing stories about Robin Akiva? Wow. Should we ask Renapod who Akiva's mentor is? Who is uh, Akiva's mentor? Renatbot. Okay. Thinking, thinking, thinking. It's got like, not, ah, the age old question of who guides the wise and whimsical Akiva. The answer isn't as straightforward because in the Renap universe, Akiva's mentorship seems to be a combination of life experiences, his own unique perspectives, and of course, his interactions with Rob and the Renap community. Wow. It's a blender of humor, sports, and knowledge. Seeds, baby! And a pinch of chaos. I don't know why you, knowledge <laughs> required a seeds, baby. But but if we're looking for a specific person, we might say Rob plays a bit of a mentor role given their dynamic. It's like asking who mentors Batman. Sure, Alfred offers advice, but Batman's really out there winging it on his own. Just like Akiva, a podcast superhero in his own right. Famously, of course. That's wow, good. Akiva! How do you? I'm going to give did, it a thumbs did, up. Renap not nail it. I feel like that Batman is not really a big part of Renap lore, but other than that, Akiva, that was pretty impressive. That was pretty good. Uh, Dan Schiffman is a talented, talented guy. Yeah, seeds, baby. Okay, I think what we should do is maybe let's let's hear the wheel ideas, and maybe then mm -hmm. we could ask uh, the. Oh. Renatbot maybe for some feedback on the wheel right. ideas. Yeah, maybe Renatbot can punch some things up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or maybe like maybe let's reserve number five for then Renatbot's own idea. Does that sound good? Yeah, unless you fine. could say, "Hey, hey, I, I got five bangers right here." I got five bangers today. I did. I, I was actually okay. thinking about doing a a tenor where I would do ten. A, okay, well then let's let Renatbot do a number six. Okay. Perfect. Okay. All right. Here we go. Let's get it started. Number one. Yeah. Okay. This is uh, from Noah, uh, and it's called Robin Akiva Hit the Floor. Okay. Hi, Robin Akiva. You guys will play out the new Fox game show, The Floor. Oh, okay. That, yeah. With either 16 or 25 listeners competing. Uh, you know why I, I, I read this this uh, suggestion, Rob, right? Why? I mean, Noah mentioned 16 or 25 people competing on the oh. podcast. You know I'm in. Okay, no, well, no, so it. I've been, so Jenny Autumn and I, uh, we mm -hmm. watched an episode of The Floor, um, and yeah. we watched it on Hit or Quit, and I actually, uh, we really liked it. Um, we, we were talking about some it. kind of like, uh, well, I just don't think it's like the kind of show that you could do like a weekly recap of, but we both Got really it. liked The Floor. Uh, watched episode three this week. The Floor, interestingly, has been the only TV show, I'm not sure if it's just this season or in 2024, that the ratings have actually gone up from week to week right. as opposed oh. to just like dropping off. And so- yeah. People are like, it's a little bit of a hit, the floor, and wow. uh, not to be confused with the idea, hit the floor. And um, do you know what it is? Have you have you seen it? Uh, heard you about weren't it? explaining uh, it yeah. to me. Oh, yeah. 
last week. Yes. Yeah, so uh, the, the, the rest of the idea, by the way, he says you guys can either come up with categories or each person has their own category, but this idea is fun, so you can take over the floor. Yeah, I think it might be tough to do as a Renap episode, but I think that there's some some talk that I've asked uh, uh, the great uh, Derek Stasinski, uh works very closely with me behind the scenes to work on, organize. We talked about it on the podcast. Some patrons had reached out about potentially doing this. So I don't know if it's necessarily a Renap idea because I think it's going to be hard to integrate. But I do think that we are sort of like talking about some kind of like maybe a patron version of the floor. Okay. But I think it would be too hard to... Rob Lowe could come on as a guest. Yeah, well, that would be great. Um, But maybe we do like get like Rob Lowe to talk about what? Wayne's World? (laughs) It has to be his worst. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Rob Lowe to talk about Sweet and Low. Yeah, maybe we should ask Renat about what's Rob Lowe's worst movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's see. Uh, What would be the worst movie... To have uh, Rob Lowe come on. Do we have to specify that he's in? Come Maybe. on the podcast uh, to talk about that he stars in. You know, I'm going to say the funniest. Let's see if mm. like. Uh, um, yeah, he said in an interview that his worst film was Bad Influence, which was released in 1990. Never heard about that. Uh, okay. Oh, this is a good idea. Imagine Rob Lowe. This is from Renatbot. This is a good idea. The by, by the way, the Renatbot is very wordy. Um, imagine mm-hmm. Rob Lowe coming on a Renat to discuss a movie he starred in, but it's got to be the perfect blend of ridiculous, weird, and somehow relevant. How about Tommy Boy? It's a classic oh. comedy where Rob Lowe plays the sleazy stepbrother. The film itself is a laugh riot, and I could just picture Rob and Akiva riffing with Rob Lowe on the absurdities of the plot and the character's antics. They could delve into some of the behind-the-scenes shenanigans, Rob Lowe's experience working with Chris Farley and David Spade, and maybe even discuss how the movie would be different if it was made today. In this economy? This podcast episode would be a mix of nostalgia, humor, and possibly some hot takes. What the heck, Shrek? That would be an episode to remember. And not bad. No, it's not pretty, pretty good. good. I like, yeah, Renatbot really sells it too. All the bells and whistles. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. I think it's uh, it's a little it's a little wordy. Mm-hmm. It's a little Mike Bloom's plugs of. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot going on here. Okay. All right. Let's do number two. Number All right. This two. from Lauren. Lauren Bitzer, and she says, uh, this episode's called Another Life Hack Episode. Oh, boy. <laughs> there, there, a lot of people a lot of people wrote in with similar things. Love you guys, but similar to Rob, I was disappointed in the life hacks that were included in the last episode. Here's a short list I wanted to throw out there. So I'm going to give you some of Lauren's. Okay. okay? We did ask for people to send in life hacks yes. in the mailbag. Real, yeah. yeah. When making spaghetti, she says, put your strained noodles into the close-to-empty pasta sauce jar and shake it up instead of having to use a rubber spatula to get the last of the sauce. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Amanda, you like that? I always like if I, I if I use a pasta sauce, a jarred pasta sauce, which I don't like to do, but if I do or uh, with the jar the tomatoes, I put water in it and shake it up and put that in and cook it down yeah. with the sauce. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I have Over tried that trick ID- with salad too. Put the salad mm. leaves in the bowl where you mix the dressing and then you get the last of the dressing oh, out. This is very smart. 
I like this. All of her ideas are are food or or cleaning related. She okay. says uh, that's most that's life hacks. It, big life hack genres: food and cleaning. When writing your shopping list at the grocery store, write them in order of the aisles. That way, you can find. I already do that. I already do that. And then, oh, okay, yeah. And then, like, then my wife will like give me a list, and and I'm like, what the hell? What the hell is this? Like, this is like you gave me a list, and it's like, uh, yeah, no wonder I forgot something. You gave me a list of like the like one thing that's on, and then the next thing's on the other side of the store, and then the third thing is back. It's like I gotta take the list and rewrite it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know what's 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 in what aisle at the store. Like, bruh. <laughs> so that's a good one, Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Lauren, All queen right. of the life hacks. Mm-hmm. Anything else it? she's got? What else does she have? Uh, what else does she have? She's got one for macaroni and cheese. She says, when you make mac and cheese, you mix the butter, milk and cheese sauce together first in the pan. Then add the noodles. That way it's not dusty. Mm. Okay. This is the gold that, Rob, I skipped last week. Yeah, you you know what? I I have to say, (laughs) one of our life hacks from last week about mixing the sugar. So I've been, you know, I'll I'll drink drink some uh, green tea. And lately I've been putting like a little bit of honey in the green tea. And you know what I did? Mm -hmm. I I took the honey and I put it in a separate mug. And then I swished it around with hot water and then poured that in there. And instead of like all the honey being stuck at the bottom. Yeah. Then boom, ready to go. That's you can also make Rob honey syrup by mixing honey and water. I put it in a mason jar with a lid on it and then you shake it up and you don't even have to worry about stirring and then you use that to sweeten things. And it works pretty well. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Okay. All right. Was that, was that an, a wheel pitch or that was just uh, she sent, sent in more life hacks? Uh, that, that was just uh, that was just life hacks, but I'm yeah. still counting as number two. So in your all bangers mailbag, <laughs> number two well, is not honestly, even an idea. Been- it was just more life hacks. Well, there were so many. I, <laughs> it wouldn't be relevant if I didn't read them this week. Yeah. And I, I think. I think that life hacks is done. You guys did it. It is what it is. I still want to hear them. But if people want to put in a life hack at the end of their mailbag pitch, that could be a nice. It would be like a little honey syrup sweetening Mm -hmm. the mailbag pitch. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Number three. Number three. Okay. Uh, For number three, let's do... Uh, this is from Nastia, and it's called The $100 Guest. Okay. Listeners compete in trying to book the best possible guest for Renap. Okay. We're thinking, see, probably not going to get Tom Cruise or Denzel uh, Unless you're in Chester's law school class. Now, oh, that was a great story this week. Had he told that story before? I feel like I'd never heard it before. That's yeah. a, that was a great story. Listen, we have to like say in the, in the show notes that Tom Cruise's lawyer is going to be oh. on the podcast this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen to Thirty Fans this week to find out how Chester missed meeting Tom Cruise at school. Mm-hmm. Um, so the uh, basically the idea, her idea here is people try and book us as good a guest as possible. Think like silly type C list guests. But they're also the connection, she says, is there has to be an idea. So if you're if you're booking 
let's say Rob's idea of carrot top, there has to be like a thing that he's, you know, doing. It's not just, hey, I can get you uh name a C-list yeah. celebrity, Amanda. Um C-list is Rob pretty Lowe. good. No, yeah. <laughs> no, Rob is not no, a Rob C-list. Rob Lowe is good. Celebrity. He's B. B-list. Um, let me ask Ren- I-, I could ask yeah, the Renat bot. Re- this is a great Renat bot question. Yeah. Um, Who so- are some C-list uh, yeah, celebrities of the Renat bot that uh, would be good to get on the podcast? And uh, so the idea is, of course, called the hundred dollar guest. The person who actually gets the booked guest that we choose gets a hundred dollars. Okay. So here's, I think, the challenge with this idea. And I think that something like this has been pitched before where you both try to bring on a famous guest. I like guest the listeners doing it. The yeah, listeners I like the listeners doing, doing it, is, it, it but- is nice because it's less work for you. But then, like, what happens if multiple, like, first of all, I think that there's a likelihood that it ends up being, you know, like Puya is the guest that mm-hmm. we got that, that is the best guest that we got, which would be great and everybody would love it. Um, but I think that like it's everybody reaching out and saying like, hi, I work with this podcast. It's Robin Akiva need the po- need a podcast. We need you to come on. And, you know, like I'm, I'm wondering logistically the process. And then are you saying no? Like, let's say you get I'm looking at the Tommy Boy cast right now. Let's say you get Bo Derek and Brian Dennehy wow. and Sean McCann all for the agreed. Tommy Boy reunion. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Now, but who gets the hundred dollars? Does the guest yeah. get the hundred dollars, or the listener got the hundred dollars? The listener gets the hundred dollars. Like we don't the, tell the guest. Oh, I kind of like the idea of who would show up for a hundred dollars. Yeah. No, that's sad. That's like the worst. <laughs> you I feel you like, call it. You call okay. it the hundred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah perfect. Um, so, all right. So, I I got an extensive list of ten C-list celebrities from uh, the Renap Bot GPT. Okay, it says, "Ah, the quest for the perfect C-list celebrity for Renap." <laughs> uh, here's a lineup that would bring the right mix of nostalgia, humor, and maybe a touch of what are we doing here to the podcast. <laughs> okay. I guess this is in no particular order. Number one. Dustin Diamond from Saved by the Bell, oh, known that, for his yeah. role on the iconic 90s show. He'd bring a mix mm-hmm. of nostalgia and sort of bizarre now, stories. Now, now, hold on, you know, hold on. Let me, let me finish yes. here. And then in yes. parentheses, Renatbot GPT said, note, sadly, Dustin Diamond passed away in 2021, <laughs> but he would have been an ideal guest in an <laughs> alternate Renap universe. Okay. Yeah. I was, uh, I was, yeah. Okay. Not a fun fact. Yes. Uh, the rest of the list is, I don't have to give all the descriptions unless you want them. Uh, Tara mm. Reed, Garabusi, okay, Jenna mm-hmm. Von Oy, in parentheses, six from Blossom. You remember her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Always a big celebrity when you have to explain who they are. <laughs> Chris Kirkpatrick, Paulie Shore. Paulie Shore's hot right now. I don't know yeah. If Danny Bonaducci. Mm-hmm. David Hasselhoff, and while Renat BotGPT says, while arguably more B-list, his iconic status from Baywatch and his unique music career in Germany makes him an intriguing prospect. If mm-hmm. we could get him. Uh, Carrot Top. Wow. <laughs> and Renat, yeah. So t- <laughs> tapped in. And Kato Kalin. Oh, wow. So um, Brewers with Kato Kalin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Carrot Top, the- who f- is making a reappearance after uh, Robin Akiva have a PR firm. We, yes. Uh, yeah. um, and then you have a couple of uh, you have, uh, celebrity Big Brother contestants in Kirkpatrick and Kato Kalin. Mm-hmm. That's within reach. So I don't know. I don't think we should put this on the on on the unless you think that we you got something here, Akiva, of like what well, listeners can see if they can get the best the best guest. Well, here's is- what I here's what I think. Here's what here's how I think. 
I don't think this is greenlit until people start sending in. Yeah, or maybe could the idea be like, hey, like um, Ro- Robin Akiva, like uh, like I can uh, I can get this person, and people write in yeah. and tell us yeah. like you know the f- if, if they could call in a favor and get this guest. Yes. Yes. But it's not greenlit until basically. So someone messaged us next week and like, hey, I actually happen to be like first cousins with. Uh, but maybe that should be the episode. Maybe the episode is like that they can that we read the like the people that say that they can get a person. Yeah, yeah. And then we pick the one. And that could be a follow up. Right. Here's what I think: if we get enough of those, I think it's an episode. More realistically, okay. we're going to get a couple. Maybe it's a Facebook it's thread. Like, it's a Facebook thread. Then it's, well, no, I think I was thinking a mailbag segment for like next week, like okay. uh, or, or over the next few weeks. Like, all right, this person says they can get Johnny Bananas. Then the next person's like, oh, can you top this? Next person's like, yeah, I can get Johnny Karate. Uh, I, yeah, Johnny Karate. Uh, Alan Alda is going to come on. He's still with wow. us, right? Um, and it's like, all right, you know, okay, if you can't beat Alan Alda next week, that's the winner, that sort of thing. So okay. it could either be a full episode or if we don't have enough, it could just be like a running segment for a couple weeks in the mailbag Good. and then we can pick a winner and then it becomes an episode. Number four. Four. Hmm. Okay. Uh, this is from David Schwartz. It's called King of the Hills. Yes. Now, you know, it's almost bracket season, Rob. We're only uh, six wow. uh, weeks out from bracket season. Yeah. We, you know, you live every year, bracket season to bracket season. And right. this is what David has to say. Hi, Robin Akiva. I hope you're doing well. Yeah. I'm doing okay on this cold winter morning. Maybe it's David. Maybe <laughs> he's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have an idea for a bracket season that Rob is surely going to hate, but Akiva will love. I know I'm selling this really well. I didn't know that he was going to say that one. I mean, I, uh, it's a follow-up to King of the Mats. It's called King of the Hills. I think this would be, take the David Math- Dave Matthews controversy to the next level. Here are some of the list of, of King of the Hills that he suggests for the King yeah. of the Hills bracket. Okay. Jonah Hill. Is yeah. that, that's a hill. Yeah. Yep. Hillary Clinton. Uh, see, this is you know, I'm like, oh, right, maybe like uh, Dulé Hill, Amanda, like one yeah, Grand Tree Hill, Hill characters one welcome. Tree Hill, the TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, One Tree Hill would be fine. Uh, like, well, we start doing Hillary's Hill. also. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think yeah, Hillary. Like Hillary could be a hill. Do people call Hillary Clinton Hill? Hillary I'm Duff. Sure, like, is she a uh, hill? I bet like Bill, if he's like uh, Bill and Hill, trying, uh, like trying to find his tie, and he's like calling out to his wife, yeah. who he definitely speaks to, mm-hmm. uh, and he <laughs> says, uh, "Hill, do you know where my tie is?" Yeah, King of the Hill. Um, I, I don't love that Hillarys are in there. Well, I, like I, if it was only it was like people named Hill, uh, other types of Hill, Faith Hill, Faith Hill. Yeah, like I, I would be fine oh, if, with that. What if there's like. What if it was an actual hill? Like that's a famous hill. Yeah, you want that in there. I I think that that would be that would be okay. It's really when we start like, uh, all right, well now like, uh, what like okay, this is now you know, uh, oh, uh, ACDC song, Hell's Bells. That's mm-hmm. that's the hill, you know. It's like, well, not really. By the way, I googled most famous hill. I was thinking if there was like an actual famous like hill. Yeah. And the first thing that comes up is Mount Everest. Is Mount Everest a hill? No, that's a mountain. Yeah, you're making a, a, yeah. a mountain out of <laughs> a hill. <laughs> you're making a hill out of a mountain. Um, yeah. 
I what I don't think there's very many famous hills. I feel like it's a, if it's a hill that's famous mm-hmm. enough, it's probably in Mount. It's it's achieved yeah. mountain status. I don't hate I don't hate mm-hmm. this as much, but I feel like then it's like when we're starting to like get into like uh variations of uh like oh hillbilly jim uh like uh gotta put him in there he's a hill like mm, he's a hillbilly yeah i i i like the, the beverly hillbilly beverly, yeah. beverly hills but that, i don't think probably. he gave me a deep enough roster from what he said that it would yeah. be i think beverly hills i think would be okay that would be okay. I, I think he'd need, we'd need 32 when I see maybe like 12 or 13 good ones. So I, I'm not convinced. I think people should maybe think maybe there's a different name or last name that we could do. I think he's barking up the right tree, but it's not the exact tree. But the wrong hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the wrong hill, right tree. Okay. All right. Number five. Yep. All right. Uh, number five. Let's go with uh, Noah, who also had number one. And this is called Catchphrase Me If You Can. Like it. This is um, maybe also bracket season. Well, that's not a bracket, but it. he, he says, Hi, Robin Akiva. I'm doing swell, and this could be a fun and catchy idea. This idea ha- will have listeners write in a quick bio about themselves. Yeah. Um, and you are going to give them a catchphrase. Mm. It can be for when they complete a task or make a mistake, have an embarrassing moment, when they meet someone new, hit hit their head. People might want people are going to want a, a new catchphrase for their everyday lives. And maybe we could check in so with them later. People we're we're giving out the catchphrases. They're telling us stuff about themselves mm-hmm. and we're going to give them a catchphrase. So it's like, hi, uh, my name is Amanda. I'm a psychologist. Um, um, uh, you know, Robin. That's all, that's all the, yes, and, exactly. And and, uh, you know, I like uh, podcasting and uh, mm-hmm. Ben Stiller follows me on Twitter. I almost yeah. would like it if people would come on and, te- and tell us their unique catchphrases or at least mm. write in with their unique catchphrases. Well, we've done that twice. I think he's trying to, like, do something different. We've we've gotten unique catchphrases. Well, people, people have come up with twice. catchphrases for Renap. Mm hmm. So Why do we think different... they have their own catchphrases that are better than the anything? They B- better than things that we just come up with off the top right. of our head to give to people. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know what's Amanda's catchphrase then. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try. Let's try it now. Give me a catchphrase. Okay. Fine. You just got psyched out because she's into she's a psychologist. Yeah. yeah. Anytime she like diagnoses somebody, that's what she says. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all right that's pretty good yeah mm-hmm. you beat that one rob <laughs> no i kind of like uh i i feel like i would be a little bit more interested in hearing other people like tell us like not just come up with a, a catchphrase for renap but i would might hear like uh be interested to know like um like brie like the cheese i'm sure she's got a great catchphrase that she mm. uh uses all I the mean, time I, it might or, be brie like the cheese <laughs> we might know I, I, all our I catchphrases oh i i feel like if this is the type of form i send out I will be struggling to get double digit yeah. response. Okay, then I like, think that it's your... not there. Yeah, yeah, it's not there. Okay. There. All right. So luckily we have Renat <laughs> Bot GPT for a bonus okay. sixth idea. So we are currently doing the Renat mailbag and we need a real banger of an idea that Rob Nakiva will put on the wheel today. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yes. All right. Renat Bot is thinking. Mm. All righty then. Okay. <laughs> Here's a banger That's a good idea. Catch yeah. All righty then. <laughs> All righty then. Here's a banger idea for the Renap mailbag. It's called Renap Time Capsule. Okay. 
Okay. It's, and there's, okay, concept. Robin Akiva create a virtual time capsule for Renap. In this episode, they, along with selected guests, maybe Dr. Amanda or TikTok oh. Nicole, uh-huh. will put items, moments, and memories from previous Renap episodes to put into the time capsule. These can include iconic quotes, hilarious mishaps, standout guest appearance, and even predictions for the future of the podcast or pop culture in general. The listeners can also submit what they think should go in the Renap time capsule. This can be done via email or Twitter polls in the week leading up to the episode. And then we set a future episode like episode 300 or 350. Okay. Oh, all right. (laughs) Akiva, what do you think about this? That we open uh, a Renap time capsule that we open in the finale. What and how are we putting something in the time capsule? That, I mean, I can ask. Um, Yeah. (laughs) yeah, You know what I mean? Like, how are we doing? I like how Renap has really got in the weeds. Are we putting? We get get pictures like this a lot. Like, I could have, I was thinking Mm -hmm. about reading one today. Like Robin Akiva go over their favorite memories from like, like, yeah, like okay, that involves 200 plus someone listening to 200 plus episodes or however many we've done. So yeah. Far. Okay. How are we putting things like memories or moments into yeah. the time capsule? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in conclusion, uh, Renatbot says uh, that uh, this item, what, this what idea. Is Renap- yeah. Did Renapot say in conclusion? No, I'm 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 just so okay, I was thinking, is it writing like a high school this, essay? Uh, this idea combines nostalgia, interactivity, and the forward-looking nature of the podcast. It's a celebration of Renap's past and future, and it's bound to be filled with laughs, reminiscing, and maybe even a few what are we doing here moments. Put it on the wheel, baby. Okay. Oh, um, not that helpful. So they say uh compilation clips uh memory lane discussions listener submissions uh, a digital time capsule document like a google doc uh and special artifacts which we would open (laughs) yeah i think that this is a heavy lift editing wise you could definitely get listener submissions about what would be good moments or things that you want to include but then how do you piece everything maybe Lindsay wilson puts it all together right oh that would be we would great. really need somebody to do a lot of work for this episode to <laughs> yeah. work i think okay i well, think this was re- a pretty decent idea of that yeah we, yeah but we like that we send things to ourselves for the finale yeah, yeah, yeah for an ai i think it's a nice idea yeah maybe good. when renatbot gpt gets smarter it could do all the work for you and yeah. edit together a whole podcast does does renatbot know about the episode 360 thing I, I it know. might. I don't know. Ask yeah, ask what ask what the l- yeah. last episode of Renap is uh, going to be. Do you know yet about the <laughs> Renap finale? Um. Okay, Renapod is thinking. This might be what sets off the wow. You know the whole <laughs> like robot war. Um, mm. Uh, as of my last update, there hasn't been any official announcement or detailed information about a Renap finale. Oh, oh yeah. no. Um, it's going to be so disappointed. The Renap bot says the idea of a finale might not even be in line with the show's ethos, which seems to be more <laughs> oh. about the journey and the laughs along the way than a wow. definitive standpoint. But hypothetically speaking, uh, if Robin Akiva were to plan a finale, it would likely be an extravaganza of classic Renap elements, callbacks to past episodes, appearances from beloved guests like Dr. Amanda, Liana, <laughs> Puya, or TikTok Nicole, and maybe even some listener interaction. It would be a celebration of all things Renap, filled with inside jokes, maybe a bracket or two, sorry, Rob, and plenty of what are we doing here moments. 
In the spirit of Renap, let's just say if there ever is a finale, it's bound to be as quirky and as unexpected on the podcast uh, itself. I've been new they would make it memorable. I think that what? Renapot, uh, if I was going to give it any notes, like, I think it needs to, like, uh, the <laughs> it's constantly telling us about just how unexpected and wacky quirky and, and wacky. Wild. Like, we get it, Renapot. You don't need to, like, I feel like it feels like the more you have to say it, the less it's actually mm. true. Um, one of the listener submitted questions I thought was more of a wheel idea. Yes. So I just am going to bring it up now. This was uh, Daniel Brennan's idea. Um, what questions could be added to a personality test that would allow an audience member to figure out if they were a Rob or an Akiva? Oh, like a BuzzFeed mm, quiz. Question. Yeah, like, like it, it could be like a variety pack type of thing. Like if we don't think it's a whole. Put that on the wondering... next census, though. Are you more of a Rob or an Akiva? I think that's a good yeah, census yeah. question. I, I would I would really like that idea on the next census. I yeah. have a feeling. I already have a guess for what. The what do you think the listeners say? Oh, the percentages. Just, yeah. 78, 22, Rob to Akiva. Okay. I guess it's a little spoiler for uh, the census, but we'll probably forget I'll that. Forget, we even... I'll forget my guess by yeah. the time we do it again. But I do look really, that's a great census question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, let's talk about what's on the wheel. Okay. So uh, we're talking about episode 249. Ooh, episode, are we doing anything for episode 250? Oh, uh-huh. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe let, let's let's think about it. Oh, I'm, uh, hold on. Let me. I could, I could ask the Renatbot. Uh, like, uh, mm -hmm. uh, what should the guys do to commemorate episode 250? I'm guessing it's going to be something fun and wacky and spontaneous with lots of listener interaction and a few. What are we moments. doing here? Moments with Doctor Amanda. If I had to guess. Uh, what should the guys do to commemorate episode 250? Uh, for the mo monumental episode 250 of her nap, it's time to go big or go home. So here are some fabulous ideas to commemorate the milestone. Okay. All right. So, um, all right. We've got, <laughs> so uh they are they, they, I, we could drill down uh episode one is the renap reunion special time to bring back favorite guests like dr amanda liana Shpuya, Chappelle, <laughs> megan the librarian and tiktok nicole for a mega celebration okay uh we've got the renap award ceremony uh which would include we, we were talking about that last week right um mm -hmm. some some of the categories though at the renap awards would be uh best impression by akiva Okay. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, that would be good. Funniest. Did Akiva win that award? Best impression by Akiva. Yeah, uh, funniest moment. Uh, best guest appearance. Most ridiculous idea that actually worked. Um, Renap the musical. Uh, some news for the Renap bot. Um, time capsule reveal. Uh, we, I don't have the heart to tell it did not make it on the wheel. The time capsule. <laughs> the listener participation extravaganza. Uh, a special 250th episode challenge, something like a 250-minute episode. How long would that be? Wow. 250-minute episode. That's a couple hours. Four hours, 10 minutes? Yeah. Was it four hours? Yeah, 10 minutes, mm -hmm. yeah. That's a pretty long episode. Uh, 250 listener questions. We just did that. Uh, 250 mini segments. That's a lot. Um, or, oh, how about a re new RENAP Constitution Amendment? 
<laughs> I think we're done with that. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, whatever they choose, episode 250 should be a mix of looking back at past glories and paving the way for future ridiculousness. This is a good idea. And remember, in Renapland, the more ludicrous, the better. <laughs> all right. Uh, Renapa truly is my number one supporter, yes. though. Next week, uh, let us know your what we should do for episode 250, okay? Uh, season three, episode seven. And we've been saying for a while we're going to update the season three, episode seven fishbowl. Mm-hmm. But uh, to this point, it's still out of order. Next uh, week, next week. Coin flip, guest choice. Okay, that's you, Dr. Ooh. Amanda. Listener's choice. Uh, Mole hunt, good year. Home alone commentary. Ask us anything is off the wheel. Listener scavenger hunt. Uh, mm-hmm. What women want. That's a good one. Five yeah. spot wheel of fortune. Akiva explains it all. Phone raiders. Con mm-hmm. Airheads. Oh, this would be a bad week for Con Airheads. Why? Cold? Cold. Uh, uh, yeah. Didn't you see that emoji? <laughs> yeah, but Wegmans is uh, Wegmans indoors. I'm not, we said I'm not going to do it inside of Wegmans. I'll be arrested. Well, well, I thought the idea is we want, we start the podcast just towards the end. You start driving. I, I'm Hold on. I'm doing the podcast. <laughs> we never talked about this. I'm doing the podcast driving to Wegmans. Home, then you drive. How long is Wegman? That, that seems. I don't. Well, how, I don't support kind of that. That's reception do you think I have? Well, that I, I didn't think about that really. Mm-hmm. So you, the whole thing you were going to do at Wegman's? I don't yeah. remember now. I thought maybe we said you'd go like midway. We never talked about that I would drive to Wegmans, Wegmans during a podcast. Uh, How it's, far uh, away it's is probably Wegmans? like 15 minutes away. I don't really You shouldn't podcast while driving. It wouldn't be great audio quality, mm-hmm. even though yeah, Akiva did, po- we did podcast did... from a, a bus. Yeah. What if we did most of the podcast from your house? We paused for 15 minutes while you got to, got to Wegmans. And then you recorded from Wegman's house. What, what if I airhead? was just in the Wegman's parking lot? Uh, like I, I turned the heat up all mm. the way in my car, and then mm-hmm. uh, yeah, then... I think that's what we'd have to do if it comes up on this wheel. Oh my god! Okay, you got a veto. See if I can hit the frozen Wi-Fi from mm-hmm. from that point. Um, okay, I do have a hot spot. I haven't really used it for much yet. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you did you say wild hogs? Oh. um... No, oh, hog wild, yes. Hog wild. Robin Akiva go hog wild. Yes, we have to still. We got a crew. Name the the hogs. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready? Okay. Yes. Here we go. Let's spin the wheel for episode two forty nine. Okay, and it's oh, hold on, the suspense. Guest choice. Oh, Doctor Amanda. Oh wow. 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 Oh my goodness. What was a great this the Renatbot that picked this? <laughs> Renatbot GPT. Renatbot took over the wheel. Um. All right. What are you considering, Dar? I love this because I know exactly where I'm going here. I think I speak for all women yes. when I say okay. that we want to hear Rob and Akiva talk about what women want. Okay, great. That's going to be a great episode for next week. Okay. So, so what's the prompt here? So what are we doing? We're, we're putting out a survey of what women want and then um, that the women are answering the survey and then we're guessing what they said. I think Amanda, that's do you what remember I, what the idea was? I don't remember what the idea is. Who pitched but it? I do this think, was Rowan pitched this, right? Oh, the great Rowan. Um, I think you definitely need a guest here that can field the questions and and answer and and mm-hmm. be the person responsible for the form. Um, so 
Yeah, that sounds like that sounds basically like it. There's a yeah. number of questions we fill it out. And so the that, okay here, I, I found Rwan's pitch. Okay. 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 Poll your female listeners and find out what we like, who we think is hot, what we want for our birthday. Oh, yeah. Who's who we want to go on dates. There's a million potential questions. And you can what do women want for their birthday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so that's good. Yeah. That's well, good. I think we're learning about women, basically. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. What are more questions uh, to ask the women listeners of uh, Renap to test? Uh, who knows women better from Rob or Uncle Kiwi? Okay. All right. Here, can I just give you the Renap bots ideas for suggestions for the questions? Yes. Of course. Okay. All right. Um, fashion trends. What uh, celebrity is currently the most popular crush? We got that one. What genre or, of, or book is a hit in women's book clubs right now? Okay. What show are women watching? And these are kind of boring. Hmm. But I think maybe if you have to get, like, maybe I, I do like the component of finding out who has their finger on the pulse yeah. of, Let's, of women. Uh, yeah. yeah. Amanda, I think that we should even get, we should find women to write the questions. Yes, I agree. Yeah, we're going to yes. get women's writer's room this week. That's yes. what I will do. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. And then we'll find out what's going on. We're going to learn all about women. And yeah, then how we'll do we prevent the men from answering the survey? Well, the honor system, but maybe we'll make people sign in on Gmail or whatever. So we'll okay. be able to... All right. Sounds good. All right. Amanda, what's coming up for you this week? Oh, um, I do have quite a few things going on. So I just wrapped up on post-show recaps covering The Curse. Um, yes. Yeah. Did, you, did either of you watch I the watched curse? the first couple episodes, but I didn't stick with it. Was it worth yeah. the... Uh... Well, the finale is a, a wild ride. I mean, if Renapa was to yeah. describe it, he would say lots of what does, are we does doing it feel here? Like it's, a, um, it's a one seasoner. Does it feel like it's the kind of thing that's going to there will be there be more seasons? I would be surprised if there are more seasons mm -hmm. of The Curse. I think it's probably a one and done. But uh, I had a great time talking about it with Grace. We had a great time all the way. We're coming back to do a finale feedback show because there was a lot of interest generated in the finale. So um, check that out. I'm also covering True Detective Night Country, which is on HBO right now. Mm -hmm. Grace and I are coming to you right after the episodes with recaps. Um, and uh, I'm talking about Six Feet Under with uh, the great Ariel. And you can keep up with everything I'm doing by following me on X, where I am at Dr. Amanda R. Okay. All right, uh, great job by Renat Bot GPT mm -hmm. and our favorite Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz. Okay, <laughs> and then Akiva, what about for you? Uh, NGOG was just recorded. That's a fun one. Thirty-two fans. We had a football preview. Some other good talk. I think that was um, that was a fun one. And then um, uh, this this uh, this is Renat. Uh, come back next it week. It is. For You're right. Woman one. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. This was a fun one. Take care of a good one. Bye. Bye.